it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gut. together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Hey, you. Yeah, 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 you. Winning season returns at my bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning scene means insane props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers. At MyBookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. Rejoice! The NFL has returned. That means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes. Get in on the action. Use promo code VOCNATION, all one word, no spaces, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play, designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. Use promo code VOCNATION and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, only at my bookie. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. 
Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls, and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Steins of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist and TNA superstar Kurt Angle. And you're listening to In The Room, the best talk show that you can hear. Network at VOCNation.com and ZBradyHicks.com. I'm Brady Hicks, and uh, I, I am very excited to be back. We really are blessed to have this forum to uh, to talk with all of you guys. We get to, to chat some wrestling. We get to have a great time, lots of great interviews, and, and just just all-around greatness, Kathy Fitz. What, what's going on, Kathy? How are you doing tonight? Yeah. Oh, Brady, how are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> doing good. Doing good. Uh, also joining us, the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, Papa Stro. What's going on, man? Oh, well, great to be here with you guys. Oh, this crazy, <laughs> wacky world we live in. Love it. It is a wacky, wacky and wild, as they say. It's, uh... <laughs> and I can't wait to... Uh... I can't wait to talk with all of you guys tonight. We're going to have a great time. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to get in touch with us tonight. Now, later on in the program, not quite at 930, Kathy, maybe a little bit later, uh, we're actually going to be joined by Chris Rockwell 
Uh, Chris Rockwell is a tremendous independent wrestler. He is the World One Heavyweight Champion, and uh, he is going to be part of ECWA Super 8 Tournament coming up in Morganville, New Jersey this Saturday. Uh, tickets and information, including the address and everything, is all available, ecwaprowrestling.com, and I'll make sure to, uh, to get all that uh, lined up so we can read that off for you guys later on in the show. And we'll include links as well so you guys can go online and buy your tickets for the Super 8 tournament. And in case you can't make it, Kathy, there's going to be three great options to be there. There's going to be three great options. Uh, one is the iPad. Three. Which is not... What? What? Three? Three great... Four great options. Four. We got four different ways. Uh, yeah, one, one is the iPay-Per-View, Kathy, which unfortunately doesn't have myself and Phil Sly. So, uh, you know, if you absolutely can't be there and you don't feel like watching it some other way then I recommend getting that. Although, like I said, it might be best to mute that commentary and listen to ours. Uh, <laughs> just my recommendation. Now, the uh, the three mediums that Phil Sly and I will be a part of for the Super 8, uh, because we're not doing the iPay-Per-View, that's a, that's a different team, uh, we're actually going to be manning the booth for the ECWA Network, which is available on ecwaprowrestling.com for just four ninety nine a month. Uh, we are going to be manning the booth for the DVD release, Kathy, and a special one-time edition of a VHS, a VHS version of ECW wow. Super 8. Um, I know you've got your VCR all queued up and ready to go, Kathy. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a good time. Uh, so Chris Rockwell joining us later on in the show tonight. Uh, we'll also, I'm sure, get some of our co-hosts on, and all you callers as well. Uh, again, 914-338-1885. Um, you know, I was talking earlier. I don't know if either of you guys remember this, uh, but I was talking with Matt Grimm, who, again, can't make it on the air tonight. Uh, and I was telling him how a couple years ago, Kathy, I don't know if this is the Mandela effect for me, but I remember somebody in WWE saying that they didn't want to create huge stars, that they wanted the brand to be the star. Does that sound familiar to either of you guys? Mm-hmm. Sure does. Yeah. Do you remember who said that? I could not find it anywhere today. <laughs> I, I was thinking it was Vince. It. I thought it was Vince, but I couldn't. Like I said, I, I found Ryback accusing of them, them of that. Maybe it was Triple H that said it in an interview somewhere. Uh, but basically, you know, they don't want anybody like to get too big say, and. Yeah. But it's so ass-backwards. First of all, Hunter would have been nothing in this company if there wasn't a Stone Cold and a Rock. He would have been nothing to this company. No, that isn't fair. He would have been a lot to this company, but he wouldn't have been nearly, nearly the name that he was if he didn't have foils like Stone Cold and the Rock and The Undertaker and Mick Foley. Wow, those were the days. Those were yeah. the days, man. You remember Mankind? He'd be like, mmm, beefy. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> love, that, love, love that bit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was great. That was great. <laughs> oh, man. We should do that one night. Just look back on the Attitude Era and smile. I, I, it uh, it was such a great time. It really was. Uh, some of my favorite memories, Kathy, and I was in college back then, so... Uh, as you can imagine, Gee, we really spent hurt. a lot of time. <laughs> we spent a lot of time <laughs> huddled around the TV. 
I can just remember the dorms go stro I remember coming back I, I had um I was at the library studying, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And I came back and uh people were screaming in the other room, cheering. I'm thinking like I, I there were some Yankees fans down the hall and this was like you know, around the time of like the major league baseball playoffs, so I just assumed the Yankees like were doing well or something, you know. And as it turned mm-hmm. out, Stro, they were hooting and screaming and hollering, and the whole floor was rocking uh, because the Big Show joined the NWO. Uh, that, that, that's how it was in college. <laughs> I can still that's see awesome. him. I can still see him turning on Haku and the Barbarian and just tossing them over the top and everybody going nuts. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, 914 Yeah, yeah. Just such great times. That, really such great times. That, even little uh, stuff like like, like, uh, like Al Snow um, throwing Bob Holly into the Mississippi River. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was great. Yeah. What a great memory. Kevin Kevin Nash got when he darted Rey Mysterio into the trailer. Remember that? Yeah. The NWO took over Nitro. Oh, my God. I always said, good thing that Rey Mysterio's family was so young back then, or they would have had a gang to rival the NWO. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> you know? I don't think his kids were even around back then. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> yeah. I, I always said. I always said. You, you're probably right because he's like in his like mid twenties, right? Twenty four. That would have been ninety six. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. They came out of a trailer one at a time, like a video game, like how like the characters only loaded one at a time back then. I just kept thinking like mm-hmm. this is silly. Why wouldn't they all come out at once? It was the door is the door too narrow? They were like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> and they're coming out. And Ray Mysterio jumping off the door and getting laundry. It was just an amazing time. Just an amazing yes. time in professional wrestling. Oh man. Uh nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Uh <clears throat> so we'll definitely uh take some calls tonight. Of course, today's product a little bit different. You know, just uh <laughs> Just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> I can't even help it, man. I can't even help it. I, 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 uh, I still dance to the Broods theme every now and then. That oh, gangrel. yeah. You yeah, know, I that had that cool as a CD in my car. I would listen to, yeah. like, the Attitude Era volume, whatever, you know? You know what? That one, <laughs> the Brood, and the other one on that CD that I used to rock out to like no other man was uh, Triple H's old theme. You know, when he right. first lined up with Stephanie, when yeah. it was like, yes. so, is this on? Yes. Not going to listen to anybody. Who? Talk had a cool song. Remember the Xbox old Make song? Make some noise, Xbox! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. Suck it. Two tears in a bucket. I ain't one that's going to bleep it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Oh man, we could just sit here all night and talk about old themes. <laughs> and we're oh, not man. we're not talking about like Randy Orton, you know, his uh, where he he hears hippos dying or whatever. It, it, nothing like that. <laughs> nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I hear hippos dying. I hear voices in my yeah. We're gonna have a good time today, right. Kathy. I, I really can feel it. I, I can. Uh, <laughs> oh man. So uh, let's see. Uh, I I saw Braun Strowman. Uh, so apparently now this rule where they can jump brands, um, it went from four times or whatever. Uh, what was it? They said like four times in a six-month period originally, they were saying. Now it's uh, once every quarter. Right. Which they've already shot their load because last week they had Cesaro and uh, and um, Nakamura. Then this week they had Cesaro and Nakamura. And they had Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. So, yep. they're breaking their own rules, Kathy. <laughs> Doing wrestling moves in the Raw Underground platform. That was pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was something, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what else? What else? Jeff Hardy signed a new deal, Kathy. I saw that. We're going to get some Willow. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Break, it, break out the umbrella. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope they do like a singing in the rain match with him and Bray Wyatt. Yeah. What did you guys What did you guys think of the um What is MVP's group name? Hurt Business. The Hurt Business. Not Hurt the Hurt business. Locker, that's what I used to say. That's wrong. Hurt business against the uh Ninjas. <laughs> ninjas. Yes. Yeah. Michael Cole, did you hear him? Did you hear him, Michael Cole? Said, Here comes yeah, the ninjas. Yeah, he called them oh, the ninjas. retribution. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he did I'm it on purpose happy. either. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, then that guy oh, that, uh, the guy that, um, Drew and, um, Keith Lee did. Oh, my God. Wow, yeah. They just flatten the entire group. <laughs> yep. Could you believe that? Retribution. <laughs> That's it for retribution. <laughs> yeah. I felt like Chevy Chase. I'm like, look, kids, Big Ben Parliament. <laughs> I mean the ninjas. I'm sorry. The ninjas. Yeah. We know what you meant. They're the same thing. <laughs> I'm having a Michael Cole moment. <laughs> Did you see WWE actually had the gall to make fun of the NFL for having cardboard fans? Oh, man. Now, why would they take shots at the NFL? These guys do 18 times the business that they do. Mm. And, and even if it's and even if it's scripted, which I I happen to believe that it is, it's it's probably more entertaining still. <laughs> I predetermined. Must be, <laughs> must be the you... walrus idea. Fun house. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> See, when um when they were climbing in the ring after Dominic and Seth, and uh-huh. Buddy Murphy was sitting there and Aaliyah Le- just like puts her hand on it, I'm like, tell me yeah, I was getting into the that. Oh, I mm-hmm. hope she turns on them. How great would that be? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. She'll be like the next Stephanie, you know. She'll be she'll be hitting her dad with a sledgehammer. 
and going with Buddy Murphy. <laughs> yeah. No, she'll you be know going back coming. to college. <laughs> college. Forget, the, fa- forget <laughs> yeah. the fact that two weeks ago he was trying to poke out her brother's eye. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all over that, Kathy. As Vince McMahon would say, nobody remembers that S. Yeah. <laughs> Are you are you okay, Mr. Villain? Are you all right? <laughs> That's some good shit. Uh, and uh, speaking of second generation stars, Kathy, uh, the uh, the Pebble. You're familiar with the Pebble, right? The Pebble. Simone Johnson, the Rock's daughter, the Pebble. Oh yeah, the Pebble. Yeah. <laughs> the Pebble. She, she's getting knee surgery yesterday. Really. She she sustained a pretty bad injury apparently, and so that she's going to be taking some time at the performance center after this. And uh, at some point, I I do think she's going to get in there. How can you resist that, man? Yeah. I have a feeling she's going to be as big as Tamina, but it's going to be amazing still. And I do <laughs> want to send out a quick. Hope you're feeling better, Big Brother Booker. Um. He was diagnosed with uh, COVID back in June. Oh no! And he you okay? They, because of the yeah, he's doing fine now. But he, I mean, the house is big enough; he's quarantined away from everybody. And he okay. was feeling pretty bad. And but he, you know, the he was telling me that everything, and I'm like, yeah, but the test didn't come back yet, and it took almost two months for the test. From the CDC wow. to get back. Oh, okay. Wow. But he's fine. He's taken three more tests. Everything's negative. So he's doing he took good. The, but he, it was a rough patch there for a bit. He, he took oh, the man. test so long ago, he actually had COVID-18. I'm only kidding. Oh, stop. That was bad. That was bad. <laughs> I'm glad he's feeling better. I'm glad he's feeling better. That's, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a scary world. I'm, I'm hoping that we've turned the corner here starting to hear about it a little less and less even as things open up so uh that's my hope anyway we'll see um now speaking of uh hearing from somebody less and less actually kathy uh there was a bit of a return to the ring this weekend i don't know if you saw it uh the training ring anyway and uh it involved a certain uh kilted star who loves to smile at the fans when she comes out even though she's supposed to be intimidating uh, she 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 mm-hmm. was training with another second generation star, uh, Ariel Toombs. Uh, a lot of people know her as Teal Piper, the the daughter of uh, the Rowdy Scott, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Hot Rod. Uh, so yeah. Ronda Rousey, I think Kathy's starting to get that itch again, and I I for one would help her scratch it if she needed it. It would be great to see her back in wrestling. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> Oh man! Scratch the itch. Oh my gosh, Brady. Well, you know, you got to scratch, scratch the itch, the Kathy. Itch. <laughs> I must have eighteen back uh, scratchers around here, Kathy. It's like the best form of entertainment you could find. <laughs> oh jeez. Let's do the I'm like rat. the Charmin Bear, you know, like cha cha cha. What are we going to do with him tonight? No, uh, we we got our hands full, Kathy. <laughs> I'm in a mood. I know we do. I'm in a mood. <laughs> Kathy, I got to ask you: Do you have a uh, hundred seventy-five dollars plus additional fees just laying around? 
What? I'm asking. Do you have $175 plus additional fees laying around? What's additional fees for? Well, the additional fees are to process your order for your season pass for AEW Dynamite. Uh, you can go to all the shows through November if <laughs> if you just give them $175 today. Oh, my oh. God. No. <laughs> I've been waiting for, $200, for that long. You can actually... <laughs> For $200, you can actually get in the ring with Cody, so it'll be an exciting thing. Oh, that's yeah. tremendous. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, uh, yeah, so that's uh, – I think that's about it. Sasha Banks will be back on SmackDown this Friday. She'll be yeah. uh, she'll be talking about Bailey. I'm, I'm hoping this time Bailey takes the crutch across her, uh, across her throat and uh, puts her out for a couple more months. Uh, because it's going to be really good when she comes back. But I don't want her back before she's ready. No. I'm only kidding about the throat thing, Kathy. You know who else is going through a little bit of a a change recently, Kathy? Oh, That was too loud. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, How about that Sister Abigail on Friday night, man? <laughs> the most <laughs> ineffective Sister Abigail anyway, because she, she does it outside on the floor, and then Nikki Cross goes on to win the match anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's some effective booking right there. Mm. As Vince McMahon would say, that's some good stuff. <laughs> oh man Could she beat Sister Abigail Eventually I'm thinking it's going to be like He brainwashed her into thinking that she is And that's why She's still very ineffective But she's on his side oh, now. Right What a combo that would be I'm hoping <laughs> That like, cause he's kind of like a like a like a like a demonic Joker. So maybe she could be like a demonic Harley Quinn, Kathy. <laughs> think she oh, would hang out with the walrus? <laughs> you think she would hang out with the walrus in the funhouse? Yeah. And what was the <laughs> other one that died? They had a friend in a box that died. Was it a rat? No, it wasn't a rabbit. I forget what it was. <laughs> was it rambling rabbit? Oh man. No, no, they were going to debut a new friend, and then the friend was in the box, and it was dead. Oh, the bird, yeah. Remember the bird? The yeah. bird. Yeah, and then the <laughs> vulture ate it. Yeah. And then Vince McMahon came to the door. Maybe she'd hang out with Husky. The pig, Husky. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> she likes pigs, right? <clears throat> yeah, Alexa loves pigs. I, she does. She does. Michael, tell you. Oh, yeah. Mercy the buzzer, too. My bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, the, and, the Dar- and the Dorothy ripoff that sits in the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. Ah. So, I'm trying to think what else. What else is worth mentioning here? Oh, when the when the Hurt Business came out to face uh, with, uh, the ninjas, I mean, Retribution. <laughs> the ninjas, right, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when uh, Lashley, uh, when they were stepping down to, to fight him, I saw a few of those Retribution ninjas, like, run from Lashley at first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh, That man. was fantastic. I don't blame him. I'd run too. Yeah. <laughs> we um, I should also mention actually, since you know we're talking raw last night. Uh, now Mickey James, I, I I haven't heard an official word, but I I hear that uh, she might be injured again, uh, which is a shame. That's why that match oh, kind of yeah. had a weird ending like that. They called for the bell, um, almost right away. It was, it's just a weird situation. Hopefully she's okay. Uh, it, it's looking like. They're finally going to start the Zelina Vega uh, in-ring push, which uh, a lot of fans from TNA would tell you is a very good thing. She's very talented, actually. It's a, it's kind of amazing to me that they haven't really kind of used her more in a wrestling capacity. Um, one week, actually two weeks after kind of establishing herself, uh, Peyton Royce, uh, absolutely absent from Raw. Uh, no sign of her whatsoever. Uh, no sign of Billy Kay. Uh, no sign of Mandy Rose, who got traded to Raw and was actually advertised for Raw. Uh, so no sign, no sign of them. Um, trying to think, I wouldn't be surprised if Billy Kay was the one that got traded to SmackDown in 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 exchange for uh, Mandy Rose, just just to separate her and Peyton. SmackDown's always getting the shorter yeah. end of the stick. Yeah. You know what that would not be, Kathy? <laughs> oh, boys. Oh, iconic! Oh, God. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, let's, let's go to the phones. I've I, I got a couple callers on here, and we're going to get to you guys uh, as we get some time. Uh, we're going to start with Granny Hulkster today. What What's going on, Granny? How you doing, dude? I'm okay. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Stro. Hi, Granny. So, how you doing? I got a good you report. Good? Well, I got I I got a good report at the eye doctor's yesterday. You know, I have to get oh, my eyes checked every year because I'm borderline diabetic. And last okay. year I had a um a little bit of a I was seeing flashes like out of the corner of my left eye, so they were afraid that Ooh. my retina had detached, but Everything's okay. good, and they thought I had a cataract starting in my right eye, but there's no cataracts. Retina's still attached, so not much change in my vision. So everything's still good for another year on my eyesight. So awesome. I see. Oh, okay, good. okay. Yeah, that is good. That that's uh, that's good. So, so I got you, a question the... to ask you. No, no. Sure. Go ahead, Brady. No, bro, no, go ahead, Granny. Granny. What were you going to say? Granny, you know it's always nonsense, Granny. It's okay. Go ahead. No, I was just going to um, – I wanted Stroh's personal opinion on something. All right. And I know when is the right over time to the years, turn here? 
No, 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 no. I went, I went to what was supposed to have been a wrestling show a couple of years ago. Okay. And Abyss was supposed to be there. Okay. So my husband and I, we and my son, we get to the venue where it was supposed to be at. And right. as soon as we walked in, I knew it wasn't going to work. And okay. the promoter who. I will not mention names, but um, he basically did not end up doing the wrestling show. They did do the autograph signing, you know, so, I mean, everybody got to meet Abyss and everything, but he basically stiffed Abyss out of some money, and I am still yet waiting for my refund on my tickets that I that I had paid for in advance for the meet and greet and the wrestling show that never took place. Now Mm -hmm. he messaged me a year ago, you know, asking for my address. And then he messaged me just a couple days ago. Well, no, one day last week, he said, I need your address so I can send this money order for you. And I said, when are you going to send it out? Well, I'm going to be getting it out this week, which was last week. I have still yet to see my money. I. How do you uh, feel um, about a situation like that? I mean, this I promoter like at the venue. No, this promoter. This promoter at the venue came to the venue in a pair of pajama pants. That's how professional he was dressed. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has. I mean, this guy has screwed over, and he. And the thing is, he tried to blame a very good friend of mine for all of this mishap that was not my friend's fault. My friend wasn't even the promoter. He was just helping with the event. Mm-hmm. So how, how, how do you feel about a situation like that? Because the guy oh, owes me $125 for three meet-and-greet tickets, meet-and-greet, and three front-row tickets. The stories I can tell you about shady promoters I've dealt with through the years. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, we could be man. here all night. Talking. It, oh, I know, I know, I know. But, I mean, I, you know, I, I, that's why I, you know, it, it's people like that. And, and I'm just bringing up an opinion, Brady, and you all can discuss however you all want to do this. But I would never want to be a promoter or a booker. I mean, I, I just I, I enjoy being a fan. But it's people like that guy that gives wrestling a bad name. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some there's some real slime out there. I, I mean, everybody here could probably tell you a story. So uh, oh, I'm, and, sure, um, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. They, I'm sure they could. I mean, I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but. I think I could do a better job promoting a show or an event better than what that bozo could do. Because you know what one, of my very good, what, one of my one of my very good one of my very good friends that was there at the meet and greet because they brought Abyss over from the hotel. He actually gave Abyss some of his frequent flyer miles so Abyss could get back home. Because that that promoter stiffing so bad. Did hey Brady, Kathy, and Granny? Did y'all hear the story about the promoter? I, think, I don't know. It was, it was Vegas. It was somewhere out west, right? 
where uh, they stiff Scott Steiner and Scott Steiner chased after him and he lo- and the promoter locked himself with his room and <laughs> Steiner went right oh, on the tour. I thought you were gonna say put him in the Steiner recliner. <laughs> that was hilarious. I thought he put him in the recliner. <laughs> Granny, you know no, what you ought to do? You ought to go to his trailer and when he comes out you, you ought to go yeah. to his trailer and when he comes out launch him like a lawn dart into the side of it. <laughs> well, he doesn't live where I live. He doesn't live in Arkansas. Thank God, because if okay. he did, I think I'd be tracking him down. Is he a Mississippi yeah. guy? He kind of sounds like it. He is he what? Is he a Mississippi guy? He kind of sounds like one. No, no, he's not from okay. Mississippi. Okay. Because he keeps inviting me to his wrestling, so-called wrestling events that he is going to keep having, and he I have yet to see this guy actually follow through with an actual wrestling show. If he has one, maybe you could get $125 credit from him. Uh, well, I, I the thing is, Brady, from the stories that I've heard from wrestlers that have that have actually that he has actually done this to to some of my wrestling friends and who I consider family, this guy's lucky to be alive, really. Real quick, I'm surprised real quick, one this guy. Story. One funny story. Uh, one time, uh, this this promoter uh, stiffed all of us on the show, and I was me and this lady wrestler was approaching him, right? And he, he told us, like, no dinero, no money, right? So we literally picked <laughs> the guy up upside down. He, she grabbed one ankle, <laughs> I grabbed the other. And, and took Did you him shake him? For pocket, yeah, for pocket change. And that was our payoff that night. Oh, jeez. That's one of my favorite <laughs> lines good. ever. I, I used to get it all the time. Uh, the house was a little light, brother. Get you next time? Yeah. <laughs> True story. True story. <laughs> yeah. True story. Uh, Granny, anyway, listen. So um, we, I know listen, you got uh, a caller, so. Well, I, I got I to go to the commercial, and uh, we got to set this up with the guests. So um, I'm going to let you go for now. If I can, I'll okay. bring you back. All right. Okay. Thanks. All right. So uh, what we're going to do right now, we are going to take the uh, the commercial break, and uh, we're going to try and line up <coughs> the World One Champion, Chris Rockwell. Uh, let me real quick before we do that, though, I want to remind you guys that winning season returns at my bookie. Winning season remain winning season means doubling your first deposit. It means insane props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport wagers. At MyBookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. Rejoice, the NFL has returned. That means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes. Get in the action. Use promo code VOCNATION, all one word, no spaces, and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. Use promo code VOCNATION and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, only at MyBookie. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, 
former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOCNation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation radio network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is the sister, the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at nine. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm, and you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests. Like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live 
on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIC Talk Radio has been bringing... All right, ladies and gentlemen, joining me on the line right now is one of the preeminent performers in this year's ECWA Super 8 tournament. It's at the Jersey Dugout in Morganville, New Jersey. Tickets and information, ECWAProWrestling.com. The event comes on September 19th. And joining me on the line is the one and only World 1 Champion, Chris Rockwell. What's going on, Chris? How you doing tonight? Hey, Brady. I'm doing just fine. How are things on planet Earth? I, You know, I, I can't complain because there's, there's no point, right? Absolutely. <laughs> well, you got to be excited for this thing, right? I mean, the Super 8 tournament. You've, you've had a lot of tag success in ECWA. You guys won the, uh, the K Cup a couple years ago as the Midnight Sensations. Uh, wh- what are you feeling as you head into Super 8? Uh, yeah, like you said, I am no stranger to tournaments, uh, mostly of the tag team variety, but, uh, this is one of my first times I'll be in a singles tournament. And, um, although Sam Shields won't be in my corner or on my side, I think I'm going to have the power of 15 men inside me and that will help me get to the finals and take that trophy back to the Triton moon. 
Well, there you go. I, I, um, I'm looking at this competition, and uh, it is, it is fierce. I, I gotta say, Chris, I, I don't know if you're nervous, but we're looking at Vinny Pacifico, Devontae's, Eric Martin, uh, KTB, Matt Tremont, Arcadia, and Dasher Howard Patfield alongside yourself. Is there anybody that really jumps out at you as somebody that you'd like to lock horns with? Yeah, uh, especially now after his big announcement that he's doing a retirement tour. Matt Tremont is somebody who stands out to me. Uh, I love I love that guy's wrestling style, his approach to matches, and we never locked horns one-on-one, not even in World 1, surprisingly. Wow. And you're not at all concerned about his uh, hardcore element that he brings? Actually, that's something that kind of turns me on, Brady. It's uh, I love that, that type of fighting. I love that type of wrestling. I like the deathmatch stuff, the hardcore stuff. You know, I, I could get bloody if needs be uh, to Super 8 on September 19th. Have you ever given thought to, like, the legacy of this tournament? I mean, what it's done for the guys and even the girls over the years. Yeah, it's insane. When you go on the social media for ECWA and they, they'll do flashback Fridays and throwback Thursdays, and they'll post the previous competitors, and it's just like it's a laundry list of legends and soon-to-be legends in professional wrestling. It's uh, it, it's certainly a very cool thing. Has this been a goal of yours for a long time to be a part of this tournament? Yeah, absolutely. Just with the uh, the names that have been in it and um, the prestige that surrounds the Super Eight, it's been around for quite a long time. Definitely longer than I've been around uh, in professional wrestling. And if you are a professional wrestler, it's something you definitely have to put on your bucket list as a goal to compete in and hopefully win. Well, very good. I, so to kind of look at this objectively, of course, it's it's all these different styles kind of mixing in this year's Super 8 tournament. Uh, what do you think that you have that kind of stands above everybody else? Um, I think throughout the years I've had a very unpredictable approach to my matches um, for my opponent and even for myself. I kind of figure out what works in the exact moment. I never go in with a set game plan except to win. But uh, I I definitely do my fair share of studying my opponents and whatnot, which uh, I really don't brag about, but I I really enjoy doing my research on whoever I'm going to wrestle. And and, and that's very important, I think. Um, This year in particular, Chris, I I, I feel like, and correct me if you think I'm wrong, but uh, this year is really unique, just given the integration of World 1 and and, uh, how different things are for both companies at this point, just kind of being aligned. Uh, now, World One fans have kind of seen the progression of Chris Rockwell over the last couple of years, but you're a lot different for ECWA fans that you were, than you were the first time around. Uh, is that approach something that you're going to continue, the, uh, the, the, the whole different attitude, really, than we've seen in ECWA in the past? Well, I really don't know if my attitude has changed. Maybe the attitude of the fans have changed. Maybe um, they don't appreciate me being back in the ECWA. Um, throughout the years, I've I've left ECWA on, on pretty rotten terms, uh, just due to business differences and whatnot, or creative differences. And now that I'm back in the ECWA, from what I understand, there's new ownership. But now that I am back, um, I do plan on winning this tournament, and it's kind of going to be a, a smack in the face of all the previous ECWA wrestlers, office staff, and everybody else, kind of as a, you know, Rockwell told you so type of approach. So I don't really know if my attitude has changed, but I would have to point it back to, like, the fans and the the ECWA office. 
so you've kind of got this like chip on your shoulder almost like it it's giving you like a, it's a whole other element to your strategy basically because uh you want to throw it in the face of everybody who's been with ECWA in the past yeah uh definitely i think that um i'm not sure of the expression but uh i think i'm doing this out of spite um there's i've proven myself in ECWA as a tag team wrestler and now it's my time to prove myself as a singles competitor and what a better way to do that than winning this prestigious trophy now of course uh you've been pr- proving yourself uh for a while now i think uh Fans of the ECWA were certainly excited to see you on Raw a couple weeks ago, and uh, you've really kind of stepped up your game as a singles guy in the last year or so since moving down to Florida. Uh, how much have things changed for you on a personal level just these last couple years? Oh, you know, as we all get older and uh, been around the professional wrestling world, and the wrestling world is evolving, which is so exciting right now. It's wrestling itself is just unpredictable. And, uh, and uh, so, yeah, I just... Uh, I'm evolving with professional wrestling. It's a brand new style. It's a brand new approach to sports entertainment. It's exciting, and they always say in wrestling, you're always learning. You never stop learning. And I think that there's no truer statement, especially now in 2020. I I was going to ask you about that, like the aspect of, like, learning and growing. I mean, people assume, you know, being a veteran and everything, you kind of reach that point where there's nothing else to learn. Obviously, you're not at that point. Uh, not that anybody really is, but uh, do you look at this tournament as a learning experience as well? Absolutely, Absolutely. Uh, on a mental level and on a physical level. If I do make it to the finals, um, my cardio, most importantly, has to be where I need it to be. I can't can't get tired in the first-round match. Uh, for people that have seen me wrestle, they know that my matches are relatively quick. I like to keep them under 10 minutes, and that's uh, more of a – a cardio thing on my own end. So I've been training pretty hard on my cardiovascular skills. I've been doing a lot of steppers, uh, thanks to Bob Backlund. I've been doing 20,000 steps a day, okay. elliptical, and a lot of other cardio um, workouts. So I think that's definitely one of the main things. And as you get older, too, your cardio kind of diminishes if you allow it to. So I've been focusing on my diet as well. I eat one time one time a day, and it's mostly uh, raw plants and vegetables and uh, fruits. And that doesn't make you miserable. I would be miserable from that, Chris. Oh, oh yeah, I'm not happy at all. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm naturally a miserable person, I think. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're talking about the conditioning and you know being used to 10 minute matches. Is that really a concern for you, really? Uh, just because I know in the second round it's usually 30 minutes, and in the finals it can go up to 60, and it often does. Yeah. Well, the old cliche goes, we don't uh, get paid by the hour, right? right? And looking at this roster with the the likes of Arcadia, Vinny Pacifico, and a handful of others, these guys are they're in shape they're young they're healthy and it's just something that uh i keep beating myself up over but uh i think i'm going to be fine come september 19th one more question about the conditioning because you mentioned specifically the mental aspects of it uh what in particular the mental uh preparation what 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 does that entail now going into a match or how do you mean i i mean as far as like going into this tournament and uh you know the mental preparations that you need to make Oh, yeah, there, there's a lot on the line there. There's uh, For me, it will be not eating probably for at least 48 hours, um, getting my last licks in at the gym, which could be a two- to three-hour workout, 
and pretty much having my phone turned off until the tournament's over so I can't be distracted by social media or bothered by loved ones. You just kind of get into the zone. Okay. Uh, well, and, and I got to imagine that would definitely help the results. Um, you've been down in Florida for a little while. Is it a treat to come up to New Jersey at this point, or is it just something that you have to do, just another day? Um, uh, naturally, I am a, a New Jersey native, so um, that's a tough question. I do have family <laughs> there. Uh, with COVID going on and whatnot, I have not been able to head back home to uh, New Jersey, so this will be my first time heading back. So hopefully with my family and my friends at this event, hopefully I could bring them home the trophy. Very good. Very good. Uh, so just to kind of look at it, Chris, and I do appreciate the time that you've kind of given us tonight, uh, but to, just to kind of look at it objectively, uh, Super 8 tournament beyond, uh, what sort of things do you have, uh, do, do, do you still plan for your career? Like what, what are you, what are you visualizing moving forward? After the Super 8, uh, my one main goal would be to win the ECWA Heavyweight Championship. That is, in my opinion, the most prestigious title on the East Coast and probably in all of independent wrestling. The the years behind it alone, the names that have held that championship, I think that's the the last thing on my bucket list when it is when it comes to independent wrestling. Now, your former partner Sam Shields has that belt. Uh, is that an issue for you if you have to go through him? Well, I don't think it's an issue for me. Uh, it might be an issue for him. In fact, he needs to worry about Joey Ace on September 19th. So I think whoever wins this Super 8 tournament would definitely be a surefire pick as a number one contender for the world title. But uh, that's one of the reasons I really hope I win this prestigious tournament. And uh, whether it's Joey Ace or Sam Shields, whoever I have to lock up with, I'll do what I have to do to win that beautiful, beautiful title. It is a beautiful belt. I, but this is the World 1 title. I, so yeah, Chris, I wish you nothing but the best, and I can't wait to see you on the 19th. I, I got a huge favor to ask before we let you go. I hope it's okay. okay. Um, I'm hoping we can get you to record what we call a bumper to play on the beginning of the show. Uh, okay. That way, when you're big and famous, I'll be able to act like we, like, have never lost touch and we've been best friends all the time. Oh, I love it. Let's do it. I, I love it, too. Thank you so much. Uh, so the name of the show is In the Room. If you could just tell people who you are, uh, remind them that they're listening to In the Room. I'll have you on your way. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, professional wrestling fans, this is Chris Rockwell, a.k.a. Rockwell, a.k.a. the Midnight Sensation in the future ECWA Super 8 tournament winner, ECWA heavyweight champion, and you're listening to In the Room with Brady Hicks. And if you're not listening to this, you shouldn't be listening to anything. Chris, you're the man. Thank you so much for the time. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, Brady. The pleasure was all mine. <laughs> and uh, what we're going to do right now, guys, we're going to take a commercial break on the other side. Uh, 914-338-1885. We'll be taking your calls and uh, we'll have some fun, I promise. Uh, be right back. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. 
Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And didn't get uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the... Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calchico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Steins of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's in the room, and we're live on the VOC Nation radio network at vocnation.com and thebradyhicks.com. Special thank you to the World One Heavyweight Champion, Chris Rockwell, for joining us on the program. Chris is going to be part of the ECWA Super 8 tournament this Saturday in Morganville, New Jersey. Uh, tickets and information, all those details available via ecwaprowrestling.com. I'm also going to include links at the, uh, with the show description so people can check that out as well. Uh, a couple quick, just real quick things I want to mention before we, we get back to the meat of it and we start to take calls and we bring on Ray Bogus and all that great stuff as well. Uh, first of all, uh, <coughs> the VOC Nation Radio Network has a major announcement, Kathy, <laughs> slated for next week. Uh, we're actually going to make it right here on In the Room next week. And uh, I could not be more excited 
for this uh, pleasant turn of events. I think it's going to be a great thing. Uh, so you guys want to tune in next week for the special announcement regarding the VOC Nation Radio Network. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about tonight, of course. 914-338-1885. But before we get to... <coughs> Why am I coughing all of a sudden? Kathy, before we get to any of that... <laughs> Stro, what do you got going on, man? Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, WCB Retro this Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, VOCNation.com. Uh, this Friday night, uh, the Stro Zone returns to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Maestro at midnight Eastern Standard Time, with the feature for this Friday night being Battle Beyond the Stars, uh, with uh, starring Robert Ooh. Bond and John Saxon. Okay. Uh, Very cool. So, and then, and then, it's not all. And then, Saturday. But wait, there's more. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm go- Saturday, I'm going to be at the, uh, the Power Comic Con in Florence, South Carolina, at the SIMT building. I'm a special guest there. So cool. powercomicon.com cool. is where you can check it all out. And then Sunday, I am joining <laughs> a new podcast uh, called Wrestling Tonight with Dr. John Chaz Moretti. Man, and, uh, you, <laughs> you're almost to the point where you podcast every day of the week, I think. That's, that's crazy. And there's special <laughs> guests. Their special guest Sunday night, I think it's at, uh, I want to say, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Their guests are Cindy Snow, who's the NAWA Director of Operations. Uh, okay. The reinforcer. Oh, well, nah, uh, and, uh, nah, uh, Sorry, that was stupid. Yeah, no, uh. <laughs> uh the, the reinforcer, uh, Andrew Anderson. That's where do we know. Okay. And, okay. Uh, and the taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, will be on guest. Wow. Well, so it should be a good oh, cool. Please tell Kevin I said hello. Absolutely. Yeah. We had him on the show years ago. He was so much fun, man. And Cindy. I know Cindy also. And Andrew. Is that that's so, who, yeah. was it, Cin- who was the Cindy? Cindy Snow, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cindy yeah, Snow. Cindy Snow. Right. That, that's yeah. Her. Okay. Yeah, I don't know her. That's cool, yeah, though. That's be, exciting. Uh, so, full plate this She week. used to be local? <laughs> she used to be local, did you say, Kathy? Yeah, she was like a Tom's River area. Oh, okay. Ray Bogus joining us on the line. What, what's going on, Ray? How you doing tonight? Ray, yes. Bro, Kathy, Brady, I'll tell you what. Ray. Hey. I hope, now look at us like we're at Cheers. I hope that the VOC Nation special announcement is that we're taking the phone line and just ripping it right out of the wall. That is, that is my hope. That is that is the announcement. That is the announcement that I am uh, holding my breath. The gift that keeps on giving. No, the, the, the callers. That's like the icing on the cake that people already put their finger in. It's here. No, no, just, just. You're you're so bad at taking callers too. Like that's that's it. You're you're bad at taking random unscreened callers. It's a talent. I think it's a talent. Like a baseball player, I I hit one out of three. Oh jeez. 
So, what's on the docket? What's on the docket wrestling wise for this evening? Oh boy, there's so much going on in the news today. It's a, uh, it's absolutely so crazy. You have no idea. As I bring it up. No, I do. We 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 You want you want to do quick hits? We'll do quick hits. Okay. As soon as my mouse starts working again. So Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy <laughs> resigned with WWE. Uh, the bigger deal there, of course, that means we're going to get Willow, and I'm hoping to God that it's a, a singing in the rain match with Bray Wyatt. It would be absolutely amazing with that umbrella. Okay, so if we're if we're going to do a Willow, if, if this is if this is where we're going with this, yeah. Um, do you remember the various umbrellas? That the penguin had, and I'm specifically <laughs> thinking in the Tim Burton, in the Tim Burton, I believe that is, um, I believe that is Batman Returns. Yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm. I need, I need those. I need like, I need Willow to have the little umbrella with like ducks hanging off of it, and he's spinning around, and and that's, I, 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 I could be down for that. All right, what's up next, Brady? Willow w- w- was even mentioned in the Howard Stern Private Parts movie, but I think we were talking about another different type of Willow. Yeah, this is Willow. <laughs> Not like I stole the baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> WWE making fun of the NFL for having cardboard fans. Because they're the NFL for great. having an unwatchable fucking product. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's good. Uh, to me, it's the best of the predetermined sports. For sure. It is. Well, no, I mean, the but <sighs> Hicks. The only, other, the only other sport, and I'm using sport pretty loosely here, that is predetermined is basketball. I mean, really, basketball is not even a sport. It's just... It's not really. Not, I mean, it's more like a hobby. It's... It, well, it's... It, it, yeah, I mean, really not even that. It's... Like a thing that we <laughs> we take people who would otherwise be delinquents either in this country or in Europe, um, and we give them a place to be. That that's what we do with basketball. It's just it's 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 not a game because they just they just run. A, here's what happens with every basketball game I've ever watched: a bunch of very tall men run up the court as fast as they can, and then a whistle blows randomly. Now a man gets to shoot without anyone guarding him. This goes on for approximately 40 minutes of game time. And, mm-hmm. and then the game is over. Yeah, that game lasts like two hours, don't they? Well, as I said, of game time. Oh, I got it. Yeah, you're right. You've got all the, you've I got got all the 15, stoppages. 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Okay. Uh, next item, and this was kind of a – they post this as an item. I think it's something that a lot of people are just kind of overlooking. It's not necessarily news. Uh, but SoFi Stadium out in uh, out in Inglewood, California, the home of the LA Rams, of course. No. No. Uh, they actually had an event on Sunday night that – the Rams beat the Cowboys in a, in a predetermined contest. And uh, as okay. a result, fans are now speculating that WWE will be able to have WrestleMania there as it originally planned. 
Uh-huh. I don't know so, if that's news. Well, hang on. So let me hang on. Let me let me see if I follow this. And I don't look, I don't really give the dirt sheet people a lot of credit for being smart because you don't have to be all that smart to write a check to WordPress once a month and just make up random stuff. Like you don't have to be smart to do that. But it was you don't you don't you don't even have to have any talent to do that. Our callers could do that. So yeah, they're they're all bookers. <laughs> so, uh, and and Stro, don't you and Stro, don't you just wish that our callers could have the kind of creative control that they want? Uh, I can, can you, only imagine. Yeah, you know, the thing is, <laughs> I mean, there's a power vacuum there, so. <laughs> The thing is, we're jo- we're joking about that. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine if we took some of the regular callers to this show and put them in a room? They they each of them would come into the room and they'd say, "Hey, what's up?" And then they would sit and stare at each other for like five hours. Oh, and gotcha. then the uh, running joke, the running joke we used to have was like uh, when we find out where we're booked at and like we're a booking sheet. All we'd have to do is just go to the news board, and they would tell us where we could go. <laughs> Internet news board. <laughs> How about another one? Here, here's another one for you. Uh, Simone the Pebble Johnson, under, under, uh, uh, Simone the Pebble Johnson, the, the Rock's daughter, uh, she undergoes knee surgery okay. before she goes back to the performance center. Nothing there. Uh, right. Next, next okay. one. Ro- Ronda Rousey back in the ring training with Roddy Piper's daughter? Uh, not going to be news until not going to be news until people stop pretending that there's a disease that's going to kill them. <laughs> Sasha Banks will be on SmackDown this Friday. You know, I saw that um and I saw that in conjunction with now I didn't I didn't really follow up with this. It's a possible that apparently they're going to try to bring Summer Ray back in. Really? Yeah, Is I don't know. Like I, like Is I that said, the mystery? Yeah, that's that's what I read. Now, like I said, I didn't really follow up with it, so like <laughs> no, I no. could have just seen like I could have just seen like you know you know some you know some idiot just posting a thing. But that that yeah. was what I saw was that was that they're, uh, I, they're I looking to bring Summer Ray back. <laughs> Just like Does she still dynamite. look like a witch? Hope you summer. <laughs> <laughs> Does she still look like a witch? Like you mean like like from Looney Tunes, Witch Hazel? No. No, no. She looks like like uh, like if she were green, she could be like a Halloween witch. Oh. A little, I guess. All right, all right. A little bit. He's gonna try to picture her with like the try to picture her with like the hat on. Like I guess if you put a black cat by her, like like and the uh, witches usually have the striped stockings, right? Like, yeah, I can kind of, I can kind of see it. Yeah. If she does the moonwalk, we'll definitely know it's Carmella. (laughs) Very. Um. Brady, you need to keep that bird in the cage. <laughs> Wasn't that the bird that Bray Wyatt was trying to bring on the fun house and then something happened to it? 
Yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's actually the crow that uh, Sting used to keep Eric Bischoff penned to his desk on TNA. So, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Um, one, one last item, Ray. I, I assume uh, because, you know, you're like me, you're, you're fairly affluent. So, like, you're not living paycheck to paycheck, right? So I would guess that you definitely have hundred $175 <laughs> plus additional fees at any oh, given geez. time. Am I, am I about right about that? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Now hold on. Hold on. I I have a I have a question. Okay. Um. Am I allowed to try and cry poor first so that I don't have to pay one hundred and seventy five dollars in additional fees? <laughs> it doesn't really work that way. Actually, okay, then yes. Then yes, I then yes, um, I have that money. I have I begrudgingly have that money available. Um if if I I were to um I begrudgingly I would begrudgingly have that money available if needed. Well then guess what? They're gonna take your money and they're not gonna ask questions. Uh, you now have season tickets to AEW through the month of November for a for a low price of one seventy five plus additional fees. Oh okay. man. Number, okay, so number one um, Who the hell cares? <laughs> number, number two um, uh-huh. That's that's not a good deal from me. That's not that's not, not a good deal for, for me. Since you know, well, but particularly for me, you know, since I live on the other side of the continent, yeah, I can't oh. just like, I can't just like hop in my car, and you know, after work and be like, you know, we're going to AEW taping tonight. <laughs> you know what? Oh, right. It actually assuming the trans. <laughs> Assuming the transportation isn't an issue, though, it's actually not a bad deal. Uh, you got about ten weeks until November. Uh, that equates to about seventeen fifty a ticket plus additional fees. Uh, so, so it's not a bad thing if you're in the I area. I really like. I like how you're really emphasizing the additional fees part. Do we? Do we know? Well, you don't know what they what are. are the, let's say, like, what are the additional fees? I'm hoping Uh-oh. there's a seat license involved. Well, I I'm hoping that it's uh, I'm hoping that it's like the Ticketmaster processing fee, where you get charged forty <laughs> yeah. percent uh, of the face value of your ticket for right. yeah a, for something that I'm not I don't quite know what they do. So I, I don't really know either, especially if somebody's like mailing you the ticket. <laughs> well, that's why it's um. Uh, oh, I'm thinking I mean, of StubHub. I'm sorry. StubHub, they mail it like somebody else will mail the ticket. Yeah, yeah. No, StubHub, you can print. StubHub, you print right off online. Okay, well, I guess it depends on what the event is. I, I've I've had both. Yeah, I've only, I've actually only ever had yeah. the online. I I actually had no idea that that uh, that that those other tickets existed anymore. I thought I thought everybody just brought in sheets of computer paper. Here you go. Yeah, that's, that's your ticket <laughs> Or now. scan it on your phone. They do that too now. Uh, no, I don't yeah. one, more, one more quick question. Just a brain teaser, if you will, before we get to the callers. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's just say. say. You didn't bring this up in the news, but, but give me the brain teaser first. 
No, no, this is it. I mean, this is this is just something that I just thought of that I saw mentioned this week by a fan, and I, it kind of tickled my, my, my funny bone a little bit, Kathy. Um, so we're talking predetermined sports. Uh, let's just say – let's just say, <laughs> hypothetically, that the Jacksonville Jaguars somehow find a way to win the Super Bowl this year. Okay? God, I hope so. Okay. Do you think that WWE would send – Tony Khan, a WWE title belt? Oh, yes. Just some food for thought. Um, oh, man. Uh, All right. All right, let's see here. Well, you know, Brady, uh, we've, we've, given, we've given the callers a lot of topics tonight. <laughs> we've done, we've done a lot of, do a lot of the first half hour. That's what them, we do usually. <laughs> we've given them a lot of options, and we've we've used a good teaching practice. We've retaught the material uh, to lead off this this second hour of the show. Um, I, I, What's I going on, John? All right. <laughs> How you doing, brother? John, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, well, what you call going us, on? Then, so start talking. How you doing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, doing good. I apologize for last week because I, I was on vacation, but I am back yeah, to no a better service. Just start How talking. was the vacation? What, 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 doing... what, what, were you out in the woods? <laughs> no, it's down in the woods with a cabin that I got for a new house I'm, this I'm, year, so it's good enough for a nice I'm vacation for a nice 2020. Did, did you go canoeing? Uh, no, no, no. We're trying to okay. fix it up, though. We're trying to get it successful. With next time I'm away, I'll get better service for you guys. Whenever I'm oh, away, I know. Fun time. You, God bless you. You're, you you're a horror just start movie. Start telling us your point. <laughs> John, yeah. John, you're a horror movie guy. How about uh, like Cabin Fever? Oh, I thought you were gonna say Cabin in the Woods for a moment. <laughs> oh no, Cabin Fever. Uh, no. The horrible flesh-eating virus that kills everybody. No, I didn't see that one. Now was that oh, some old? You got to see one that. From, uh, oh yeah, from the I to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so what? What's uh, what's the word, John? Did any of the news uh, tickle your 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 funny bone? <laughs> In pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I've been missing. Anything yeah, good? I've been missing a Anything lot good? of. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been missing quite a few shows ever since being away because I I've been hearing a lot yeah. of the, the ups and downs and everything. But I know for sure that everyone is talking about was Sasha once again getting this opportunity finally. Unless they don't screw this up for a third time, because like everyone said, they're wanting to see this after years when it got ruined two so years ago. So I'm kind of curious hear, where this is going to go. Did you hear what Braun Strowman did to Sami Zayn backstage? It was crazy. Uh, now that maybe that one I missed. Was that he, last he actually week? Bit off, he actually bit off his head and drank his blood. Oh, no. Braun Strowman did. <laughs> That'll happen. He did. He did. It's a true story. That'll happen. That'll yeah. happen. You know, this is true. Yeah, I saw that on the news. <laughs> that much is true. <laughs> that much is true. Well, sure. All right, John. Well, uh, this has not been an interesting call. So do you have anything else John, for us? I got a question <laughs> for you, John. So yeah. Mandy Rose is on Raw, even though they're not using her. Who got traded to SmackDown in exchange for Mandy Rose? <laughs> I don't even know. 
to be quite honest I with you. I didn't even, did they say the draft was coming back after missing quite Great a few call. shows? Did they say that was coming? They they they, they haven't announced. Riveting. <laughs> hey, what? Hey, Stro, what do you what do you call it when a frog puts a good call into a radio show? <laughs> I give up. What do you call it? You call it a riveting call. Got an. What else you got, John? Anything else? But a thing. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, I couldn't be more happier when I was at school because everyone else wasn't treating me much like a fool because I know for sure Ray's always been treating me like a fool, and that doesn't make this show go very cool. <laughs> I love you, brother. Yeah. Oh, I love you, brother. <laughs> Let's go to... Let's, Let's um, go to. Have you ever, have you ever had a call that just made you want? It, you know, in, in all the shows that we've hosted together and the, the other shows you do, have you ever had a call that just made you want to get that flesh-eating virus? <laughs> <laughs> I've had some of come close. <laughs> <laughs> I got one for you, Stro. Have you ever had that fan? That, like, they absolutely terrified you, and then you actually met them in person, and you were even more scared? Oh, Rat yeah. boy. A few, t- a few times. <laughs> Rat boy. <laughs> like, 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 uh, like Paige when Kathy mentioned Dustin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Oh, uh-huh. was priceless. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh. man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let's go to Steve. Steve will be fun. What's going on, Steve? How you doing, brother? Uh, I was just thinking to myself, it's uh, probably a great thing that Brady has a switchboard and not Ray. Otherwise, uh, there would be no callers. Um, We'd be through the callers in like I, 20 seconds if it was Ray. <laughs> oh, yeah. 20 seconds. I'm surprised. Uh, <laughs> He would have hung up on him when he didn't answer to his name. Hang on. (laughs) John, you Um, there? Nothing. No. Nothing. So here's the thing. Ray would have hung up. I wouldn't, because I I wouldn't just disconnect all the callers, but like, and I cannot stress this enough. And you do a good job of this. That's why I like having you on. I just, when when we say, when we say your name, just, just, and I cannot stress this enough. No one on this show gives a fuck how you are doing. Just immediately <laughs> begin talking. I always ask them. I like how they so, do. Um, I like to hear you it. Ray's like you a Ricky Gervais of in the room. <laughs> they could they could come on the show and say, Brady, my entire family was killed in a an extremely <laughs> localized earthquake under only my And I would house. make a joke. And I would make a and joke. In a gender in a in a gender reveal party? Yes, they were all burned alive at the gender too reveal soon. party. That no, it's, it's fine. No, that those, those, none, none of those states count, so it doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, no, but I like to um, Steve. Steve doesn't tell us how he's doing. He just immediately starts giving points, and I, I that's that's how every call should be. Because I, I, again, I cannot stress this. I cannot stress this enough. Um, <clears throat> 
literally no one on planet Earth cares how you are doing. Like, no one. No one cares uh, even a little bit. All right, so, Steve, what's your point? Any thoughts on Adam Pearce being on TV as an authority figure role? Because I was wondering what Stroh thought about it or others. Stroh, you're up. Well, yeah, well, uh, I I have thoughts when you're done. I mean, yeah, uh, he's, uh, you know, he was, you know, a great, great wrestler in his own right. And, you know, he's got that presence, a uh, good authority presence. So, you know, more power to him. I hope he uh, does well with it. I I love Pierce. Uh, I do. Um, I, I actually met him the same night as Austin Aries. Well, uh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't meet him the same night as Austin Aries, but uh, Austin Aries introduced me to him uh, one of the earlier times that I met him back Ring of Honor days. And uh, Adam Pierce is an amazing guy with such a such an intelligence for the business. It, it's amazing to me that WWE has gone ahead and kind of put him on TV as much as they have. It, it's um, it, it's cool. It's cool to see. Uh, I'm a little surprised because usually WWE doesn't want to do that if you don't know who they are. You know, and I feel like most of WWE's audience probably doesn't know who Adam Pierce is. But it's great for him. And it's a great spot, too, because he has that personality. Yeah, I think it's interesting how they're uh, putting guys like Adam Pierce and Joseph Park, even though Joseph Park's probably more exposed than Adam Pierce. But uh, it's like interesting seeing backstage people get these uh, on screen time. And, uh, I did want to ask, uh, Stro, do you have any stories or thoughts on working with uh, Devin Storm in WCW? Oh, man. I love Devin, man. Yeah, Crowbar was great. It was great hanging out with him, even great, after dude. the show. Always a good time. Yeah. Uh, He's a really cool guy, man. He really is. Yeah, I was He's watching actually... his promos on Twitter. Well, why Devin Storm? I'm just curious. Uh, he was on a podcast earlier, and I okay. was kind of like, I was watching him interact with Bill DeMont and uh, the the host, and I was like, you know what, I'm a. They mentioned his promos, and I, look, I went on his Twitter, and he had some promos up, and they were pretty interesting. He probably hates yeah, the traffic that I'm in, but but he he was very uh very, I I. You know, I told him I admired his promos, and he he gave me a follow, so he seems pretty cool. Yeah, he he is a cool guy. Um, he actually doesn't live that far away from me. He um, we have a lot of friends in common, and uh, I, I've interacted with him. He's done ECWA a bunch of times, including in the past. I mean, he was uh he was with ECWA for a while before he really took off. Uh, just a tremendous fellow. He actually he's like best friends with the guy. When I first started doing this podcast as part of Who's Slamming Who, he's like best friends with Tommy Fierro, the the guy that ran the old podcast network that we started out on. So uh, he's been around forever. Uh, I, I was just curious because it's not a name you hear every day anymore, you know? Yeah, uh, there's like this uh, kind of like a podcasting network I've been following on Facebook, and he was on a live stream. So I was like, oh, I'm going to look okay. him up and see what his, what his Twitter is what's on there. Uh, yeah. Did, uh, Stro, uh, since I mentioned Storm, uh, I didn't have a chance to ask him, but uh, thoughts on Daphne? 
Oh, love Daphne, man. She, oh, God, what a great lady she is. And uh, at one time, believe it or not, they were considering putting Daphne Crowbar and myself together in in a, in a little clique at one point there in WCW. Oh, cool. So <laughs> I was so was open that, that was going to happen. Was that the David thing? This was after David, actually. Oh, okay. David oh, wow. David. Okay. And I was Very so cool. hoping that was going to happen because, you know, I'm, we were for all friends, right? So. Yeah. That um, is cool. I, I always like Daphne. That, yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, she's uh, definitely has an audience still uh, in another uh, field of work. But, um, yeah, she's great. And uh, I did want to ask Ray a non-wrestling question. Uh, do you have a favorite psychologist that you have looked into? Favorite psychologist that I've looked into? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm probably a Carl Young guy myself. Oh. Um, I think you meant like Dr. Sidney Basil. You know, you know what? Okay, just Brady, go go get a beer or something. Um, <laughs> I'm... No, um, I do. I do subscribe to a, a few of Young's ideas, but I am much more into the philosophers than the psychologists. And um, I'm I'm a Malthusian. Malthusian. Yes, I am. I am. Definitely a subscriber to uh, Thomas Malthus. Uh, I I'm not hope I'm not so hopeless that you know I'm a that I'm a Nietzsche follower, but I um, yeah I would have guessed that's what you are Nietzsche. No 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 no. no. I was actually <laughs> so looking I'm, it up to make sure I was right about that. So no I'm I'm a Malthusian so and and. And for here, those of you listening, you're gonna you're gonna learn something now. Um, Malthus is pre- he's probably best known for writing about how um, people people at the time that he was that he was alive and he was he was writing and people were were very worried about overpopulation um, on the face of the earth. And he said, yes, I agree, overpopulation is a problem. And then he said, but it's not one we need to worry about. He's a climate because, change. I'm only kidding. No, <laughs> no, no, no it's actually, it, although you're kidding. you're not that far off. So what <laughs> what Malthus's example was is he said he said look, there are only a certain number of places that are truly hospitable for humans, and then when we expand beyond the borders that we're supposed to population wise, then nature will correct the problem. So like, like when a town gets wiped away by some flood because people still haven't figured out that they shouldn't build their house right on the Mississippi River, or like when a hurricane just like when a, when a hurricane just like destroys an entire island because it turns out you probably shouldn't build like you know uh, corrugated steel shacks on islands, and um, like when a volcano just erupts and takes everyone out, that's just nature correcting the problem. So, like, 
there's yes, everything is bad, but it'll resolve itself, so you don't need to worry about it. Okay. That's interesting. I, I, I haven't looked into Maltese a lot, so maybe I will later. Um, is it safe should. to say that you're <laughs> is it safe to say that you're enthused about Malthus? Ah, <laughs> ah, ah, but a ding. How riveting that you would say that. I did want to ask. I did want to ask since uh, Ray Ray is kind of a mysterious <laughs> figure on this show. How did uh, we actually call him Ray uh, Mysterio? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we could. Come on, roll tonight, guys. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, how did uh, how did Brady and Ray meet? Oh boy. Mike Bessler. We've never met though, not in person. Uh, Mike Bessler. Mike Bessler writes for uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and he introduced us. Okay. Ray, how did you know Mike? Yeah, I... I met... I met Mike when I was... when I was an editor for Bleacher Report. Oh, that's right. That's... I mean, we're way, way... This is, like, deep lore. Um, I mean, we... I... I met Mike when when I was doing that, and we got to talking, and we said, "Man, this site sure sucks a bunch of shit." <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, history was made, and that was that was the beginning of a a a. Now, God, it's been a long time. I I think I've known Mike twelve years now. Um. Wow. And I mean, I mean, we we go in and out of touch, um, uh, and I think that's probably that's probably the way most guy friendships are. Um, but no, I've, I've that that was how Mike and I met. Is uh, uh, I was editing work for them one day, and um, and uh, Mike was having an, an argument with some idiot, uh, some idiot from Alabama on the on the on the boards and that doesn't um, sound right. That, no, that's, that sounds exactly right. <laughs> and, uh, him and I got to talking and we see, you know, it'd be more fun than trying to be serious on this site is just yep. being huge dicks and trolling everyone. And, uh, that's <laughs> life, life like a box of chocolate. <laughs> that's, that's how we, that's how we did this. That was, that was that was that. It was and and it, and it's it's been it's been a roller coaster. But uh, you know, we, I would say so. I would say so. Yes, yes. And then yeah. And then Mike we, Mike I, put you and I together at, when we were still yeah. on Spreaker. Well, I was um yeah. I, I, it was a weird time because um I had a bunch of co-hosts that like randomly kind of. Uh, quit on me over time, including Kevin McIlvaney, who's my boss at Pro Wrestling Illustrated now. Uh, you know, he just wanted to kind of move on and do other stuff. And 
Uh, I think Mike Bessler at one point was kind of helping me out with it, but he wasn't a regular co-host, you know, and and uh, it was around the time when I brought on Derek McDonald, I remember. In fact, Derek's joining us right now. And uh, yeah, Mike came on one day and said, I think you should give Ray a shot. And uh, that's uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> give him a so, shot. And so I, so I, <laughs> I can blame Mike for this. No, I'm totally. Totally. But, um, totally. I'm sure uh, most of the callers do. Well, go ahead and do it, because I actually I haven't heard from Mike in a while. And um, go ahead. Please publicly blame him for that. And then what will happen is he won't say anything to you, um, but he will message me and ask what the hell I did. And, and that'll, <laughs> that'll be fine. Shut up, Mike. I did... I did watch the. Uh, <laughs> I love Mike Bessler. It was about Mike Bessler, right? Yeah. 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 I love Mike Bessler. Mike, think, if you're listening, I love you. That's my guy. I think he still. I, I think, think he does was, still listen. Like, despite the fact that that you know that means having to listen to my voice for two hours <laughs> or so. Uh, you know, I think I think he actually does still listen. By the way, hi everybody. What? That was rude of me. That's Hello, good to everybody. hear. What, what's going on, Derek? Ah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go back to what Weird you were talking to. I apologize. No, no. We, 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 uh, Steve asked us how Ray and I met, and uh, so we were talking about everything that was Mike Bessler back in the day. Oh, okay. Great man. Mike was great. He Mike's been so yeah. good to the show over the years. I, I gotta say. Uh, he was a co-host for a little bit, Steve. Then, then he was writing for the Inquisitor, and he would do all the write-ups and help us get all these like listeners and stuff. Every time we had a guest, mm-hmm. he was doing an article on us and stuff. It just, just absolutely great. I, I, he, um, he was so much fun. I still remember um, Mike Bessler. Uh, the first time that he really listened to the show uh, was the time when Sid canceled on me. Uh, he was supposed to do the show. And uh, I was kind of mad because he backed out at the last minute. No, no. He got mad at me because during the pre-interview, well, not even the pre-interview, the call to say, like, hey, we're going to do this interview, he felt like I was unprepared. And I was like, well, (laughs) I mean, this isn't even like a – this isn't even a pre-interview, dude. I'm like, I'm just calling to confirm that you're good. If you want to have questions ahead of time, I can give you questions ahead of time. But anyway, Steve, yeah. He uh, he started yelling at me, so I hung up on him. Cause he started yelling. I'm like, you know what? He ain't gonna do the show. I'm not gonna let him sit. So then he calls me back, and he's mad. <laughs> so I answer, and I tell him, he's gonna roll Did your the phone world. disconnected. I say, I'm sorry, I get disconnected. And he's oh. like, All right, you're very. <laughs> he goes, You're very lucky. But anyway, I'm telling this story to everybody uh, on the air, Steve, and I say, somebody says. I think it was Kevin McElvain. He said, oh, well, you hung up on Sid. And I said, yeah, what was he going to do? Reach through the phone and stab me with scissors? And after that, I won Mike Bessler over. It's horrible. That was young me. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't say something like that today. I was was young and immature. I I misspoke. You'll say something like that in the next 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did. I think I did see the cinematic matches round up, and that's kind of like how I like got recognized as Mike. I was like, oh, wow, he's the one guy on this panel that I really relate to the most, so let me look him up. And he's on Facebook, but I, I haven't followed him on other social media yet. Maybe there's write-ups I can read of his. He's a good guy. 
He, uh, he, yeah, yes. he's on all the social media. Very yeah, good. he, he is a good guy. He's a communist, but he's a good guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I like Zach Sabre Jr., and he's, he's the most red communist guy you'll ever see. Uh, uh, well, Mike, Mike has, like, collections of Lennon on his shelves and stuff, so, and not John Lennon. Stalin. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. Although, I got to tell you, I almost I almost think, and I'm, I'm no communist, but I almost think that having Vladimir Lennon would actually be better than having collections <laughs> of John Lennon things. <laughs> Hey, I mean, Jordan Peterson. I'm just Jordan playing. I do love Mike. Communist collections. I, I mean, a lot of people do. A lot of people. It's a good idea. Jordan Peterson fun. is the nuts. Oh, I love that man. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 you gotta get your life straight, <laughs> Well, well, so. So, Derek, you're here now, which means that you and Stro and I can have a serious discussion. And, yeah. uh, That's Brady right. Can do whatever and I can is. play the board. Brady, <laughs> Brady like can play the board. At all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, boys, Arn Anderson, uh, Arn Anderson was asked about um, various things this past week. And uh, there were two things that sort of caught my attention. The first one he got asked about. Uh, the Matt Hardy concussion, and he had some nuanced thoughts, which I suppose isn't too unexpected from Arn. And then he had some thoughts on the cinema matches. And um, I suppose, which one do you think I, which, one, which of his positions do you think I full-heartedly agreed with? Um, see, a part of me wonders if Arn get- was bashing... The cinematic match, but that goes against his uh, his company. So I'm gonna say uh, he he wasn't a fan of the the Matt Hardy thing, the way he was treated. Okay, so he was not a fan of the Matt Hardy thing, and he made an interesting point. He he, he made an interesting point that all that ultimately that it's on that the performers doing this are irresponsible, regardless mm-hmm. of what regardless of what the promoter or the booker tells you that. You have to take it upon yourself to protect your um, your partner when you are working, okay. and that people in the business now, particularly people that are on the younger side, uh, mm-hmm. are not doing a good job of that, and shame on them. I agree. Yeah, he's right. That was pretty uh, wild. Like, I, the way he like he t- even like after he took that that hit to the head. Like the DDT to, to bring the match home, oh. he banged his head oh. on that too. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I was not and good. It. That was really bad. I, I I am so glad that he's going to be okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's that that was not yeah. good. I think Brady that was like, alluded to it. We alluded to it in the, in the chat. Jeff Hardy returned yeah. with WWE, and a part of me thinks Jeff watched that and was like, you know what? <laughs> maybe I'm, maybe I'm better off here. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. I won't kill myself. Matt, well, yeah. you know, Matt, you know, Matt probably saw that Jeff Hardy uh, dropped the hidden, hidden, you know, hidden run angle, and probably thought to himself, "Hey, I'm enjoying working at AEW, so it's uh, yeah, it, you know, it comes with the territory." I mean, Maybe I got it. Part, do you do you think there's a part of Jeff Hardy because I, it, it right before he resigned, there was all this talk about he wanted to do Willow. 
You know, mm-hmm. and maybe just seeing how uh, Matt Hardy ended up in AEW was enough I'm to say, like, either. man, I have a much better chance if WWE commits to letting me do Willow to do it here, to do the cinematic and, well, matches with Bray Wyatt. And uh, you could do a singing in the rain match, you know, with the umbrella swirling. It'll, it'll, be, be, it'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. He'll be box. spinning around Don't the ball. They, hold on. <laughs> they, they let Matt be whip. broken. They let... They let they have Abaddon. I think they would do Willow. I just think WWE would do a cinematic match is better. You know what else I think? I think he. I think it's probably best for him to be there because a he can stay out of trouble trouble because you know they're gonna kind of hold him responsible for his own actions. And I wonder if a part of him thanks Vince for sticking by him and getting him all the help he needed to get clean. You know, he probably feels a sense of you know family there. You know, nothing against AEW, but. In the past year or two, they've really taken care of Jeff when he's had some hard times. So I wonder if he kind of looks at it and goes, you know what? Health-wise, it's better for him to be in WWE, too, because they hold him accountable for what he's doing. Probably. No. The other thing I is I think that. Jeff Hardy, yeah, it's, it's, it's Jeff always Hardy wants to run. Like in a bar. I, I, I mean, I mean, I, listen, I, I, okay – I, 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 I think that Jeff Hardy finally is straight. I, you know, he's got his family. Uh, mm-hmm. He's been a while since he yeah, really I messed up. I, 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 think, I think he's primed for that last main event run. I think he wants that WrestleMania main event. I think he wants the popularity that he had in 2010 when he was really right up there with John Cena. I, I, I think he yeah, wants all that, up. like, one last time. You know, he wants yeah. to do yeah. everything he can do, and then it'll be done. And he's not going to do that in AEW. And I don't say that with any offense to AEW, but that ain't going to get you in the WrestleMania main event. No, I think he can do both if he wants to. I think he can, depending on how long his deal is, like, because he's up there in age, but, I mean, yeah. it's I heard three years, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting, yeah. And what is he, 42, 43 years old? So, Something yeah, like I think, that. Yeah, I, I think he's about my I age. It, yeah. I think it's safe to say the next time we see him and Matt together, it'll probably be they'll probably either be going to the Hall of Fame or they'll be getting that one last goodbye run before Matt retires. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, it, it's different strokes with different folks. Jeff, Jeff was kind of, you know, he he's kind of like Brady said, he's kind of like the the main event big deal guy, and Matt's always been the creative guy who you know I'll I'll go over here and you know, do all this creative stuff and, you know, be excited yeah. and happy doing that. So, you know, they're, they're different in that way, which always made them cool when they were together. They were so different. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it'll be fun and I think it'll be interesting. And I think, um, I know he's not AJ Styles, but I think if AJ Styles can be a main event guy, I think Jeff Hardy could be a main event guy. As well, long as he can keep straight and not get hurt. Jeff has won a world title before, so it's possible you could do it again. Yeah. I, do, I, do have, I mean, I, I think I it's more than the world title, though. I think he wants to be the guy, you know? Like, he was so yeah. close in 2010 to being the guy. Yeah. I, I had a question. A um, decade ago. While we're talking about AEW, um, Chris Jericho does this thing every Saturday where he, like, does, I guess, Facebook yeah. Live and he talks to his fans. Um, he comes after Ray Bogus. Yeah. <laughs> is, is is Chris? Is I'm he kidding. a part of like their? Is he a part of their creative? Because I saw where he he said a couple things. First, he said 
They're going to call Merrill the best man. That's his new nickname. And they're going to make him a Mr. Perfect S type character. And as much as I love Rusev, but they try to turn him to Mr. Perfect, I'm going to fly down to Jacksonville and put my hands on him. You leave leave Mr. Perfect alone. But (laughs) they're going to call him Mr. Perfect. That sounds like the same thing to do. (laughs) He also also said that um, he's the one that gave Rusev the, I'm sorry, Miro. Gave him the you know the line about taking the brass ring and shoving it up your ass, right? Yeah. And yeah, I thought it was funny because then I saw an interview with Rusev <laughs> this week, and he goes, you know, I kind of hope my comment didn't get Lana any heat, and you know I'm worried it's going to hurt her career in WWE. Um, so my pro- my my question is, why the hell did you say it? Like if you were, if it wasn't your idea and you were worried it was going to hurt your wife, why would you go on TV and say it? a week after you said you had no reason to hold any malice towards Vince or WWE, you know, you had no ill will. It's just weird to me that he allowed somebody to talk him into that, and now he's kind of going, oh, I hope it doesn't hurt my wife's career. Well, you know who Vince is. You know what he does. And look what happened. Well, it, he, his time talking, so that's what, that's what his debut is supposed to do, is give people talking. He, he you know, probably just thing, didn't Derek. think about it. Oh, God. Here's, here's the thing, Derek. Um, and, Steve, I guess you're going to get to see the world's greatest radio tag team in action now. Um, yeah. Gary, here's the thing. Um, and I, I just I, – I think it's that he's not very smart. And um, he probably – thinking is probably not uh, – Rusev's uh, – it's probably not his strongest suit. Oh. And um, – <laughs> I don't agree with that. That was rough. And, that was rough. Um, yeah. Well, I, you know, I think it's earned though. Because here's the thing, I, man. I think here's we need to take like, away Ray's shovel. It's does, oh, the Barry and shovel? No, no. I, I, I won that fair and square from Triple H, and I intend to continue <laughs> to use it. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's it's kind of the. It's the old. Uh, it's kind of the the Jimmy from Pulp Fiction. Uh, mm. Principle, which is that like, okay, like there's a lot of instances where like you can get you can get someone to do something. Oh no, I was thinking of Marvin. Jimmy's different than Marvin. Yeah, I was thinking Jimmy's you shot Marvin, Marvin in the Marvin? face. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. Marvin yeah. gets shot in the face. Very different. Yeah, very very different. Uh, if you'll remember when they're standing in. If you'll remember, when they're standing in Jimmy's kitchen, uh, Jimmy tells Jules, you know, that there's no, there's nothing you can say that's going to make me forget I love my wife, right? And like, you would think, you would think, because uh, she's a, a, an extremely attractive woman, and uh, by all accounts, a very nice woman. Um, you would, you would think that Rusev might. Like say to whoever it is that's trying to convince him to, to say that, you might say, you know, there's no there's no proposal you can give to me that's going to make me forget I love my wife. <laughs> like like so that's I, I think it's earned. I think I think uh I think saying that Rusev uh, <laughs> probably lacks some critical thinking <laughs> skills. Um yeah. If, if, uh, if, if, if I, indeed, Ron. 
if I could interject, um, I I think as somebody who um, does a decent amount of live streaming, and uh, and and I've had I think I've had it with um, certainly with you, Ray. I know I've had it with Kathy. Uh, many instances where sometimes you say something, and you think it's really cool or edgy or funny, and then you go home and you think about what you said, and you think. I really shouldn't have said that. And, and it's, so he this should, is so live he television. So he, new company. so he shouldn't listen to Chris Jericho? So he shouldn't listen to no. Chris Jericho is what you're saying? No, not when... That's, it's not, not when I'm not people. saying that. I'm just I'm, saying I'm that just he saying. probably felt pressure to do it, and then he felt bad that he said it after the fact. When, Maybe because when, when you go on your Twitch... When you go on to Twitch a day, a couple days before you debut, and, and people ask you to bash them, you go, "I have nothing bad to say about them. I met my wife there, you know, blah 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 blah." And then you let Chris Jericho talk you into saying that, and then you turn on Raw on Monday, and they're putting your wife in a flirting angle with Angel Garza, and then 20 <laughs> minutes later she's getting put through a table. It's like, well, here I, I, when I saw it, I was like, "Here we go." Then Vince is starting. I'm going to do what old man. I can't, I can't tell if that I, was I, a joke I, or not. To be honest. I, I can't imagine I love the idea of Guerrero watching uh, Miro uh, premiere on AEW looking like Who the old Kerwin White persona. And I love Rusev. <laughs> I, I enjoy Rusev. I thought they could have used him, you know, a million different ways that was better than the way they used him. But you, yeah. you know, wrestling is wrestling is weird, man. You got to be – and then he went on in another interview to go – it's so weird. Me and her have been together every day since I got the W because they met in WWE, and this is the first time we're going to be together. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, he's going to go back. He sounds like a guy that thinks, holy crap, I made a mistake, and I think he's going to go I back to the break. first chance he get he goes. Can, can I? I I, I, I want to bring Bruce to, Word on the, in, the voice guys. of choice. Go go ahead. Keep, go ahead. Right, does does paying for this network get me anything? Uh, waiting on hold for 15 minutes through a Matt Hardy discussion. There's only two minutes left in the show, and uh, oh, I'm we got just an trying hour to find <laughs> out. Jesus Go. God, it says there's there's a two minute uh, stream left. But I just wanted to get in uh, first to say first. that uh, for the uh, the promo code is VOC Nation at my bookie. If you want to double your first deposit, don't forget about Thank that. You. But Brady, uh, before I check in for the night. I wanted to remind everybody live on your show that Ken Resnick and I are back. The show drops tomorrow. It's not live anymore. There's no callers, which makes it better. And Ken and I recap the year 1983 (laughs) as we take a journey through history. Uh, So you won't hear Granny. You won't hear Steve. You won't hear Malcolm. And, again, it it makes the quality of the show uh, 100%, if not more, better and uh, and yeah, we, 1983 tomorrow, right here on VOC Nation. That that is exciting. It, it's an exciting time for VOC Nation. We got a lot of uh, really cool stuff coming up, and and certainly that's going to be a huge part of it. You guys will be able to really delve, get a get a what would you say, knee deep in the muck, as as you will. I I think it's a great thing, Bruce. And I, uh, I I I I got to apologize. You know, I I see you keep uh, unmuting yourself, and I think who's playing games with me right now? It isn't until. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what's the, I, I, I was I, like, what? What I, is Harry Barnett back on the line? Like, what's going 
I just I just needed to break in to say that I heard uh, you yeah. know a communist rant and I thought well wow they're talking about Kim, King David Lane that's um, that's interesting and oh, then he I is heard a communist. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, umbrellas and Jeff Hardy and I thought did Jeff Hardy miss or join Antifa did I miss something there and uh, but it was good it was good <laughs> no Antifa invaded, Antifa invaded WWE that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, see, Bruce, this yes. is a – you just heard the voice of one of Brady's rotating call-in hosts uh, who bring nothing to the discussion, really, and uh, mostly call to waste the airtime that you're paying for. But uh, <laughs> uh, Steve, say hello to Bruce. <laughs> I know Steve. Steve is called – Steve is one of the reasons that we no longer do a live show with Ken Resnick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Actually, Steve, if it makes you feel better, Ken, uh, Ken said that you were, uh, you know, of of the callers that we had, we enjoyed your calls, uh, you know, the best. Certainly above. Um, well, I'm not going to name any names, but I mean, who wants to listen to rap for sure, right? right? Yeah. I, well, uh, I don't know, and I know Granny's probably listening. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jeez, but um, I don't know if I could <laughs> if I can go Granny. through my weeks without hearing about Mysterio and um, you know the rest of of uh, Granny's wonderful life. Um, and I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I I do. I oh we God. had a great time. And the 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 caller stuff is more about scheduling and and my my two children and just not being able to do a live show. I love the callers, <laughs> sure. and uh, and Thanks. I'm happy. I, I yes, except for except for Rat Boy, and I I I will not miss <laughs> Malcolm. But I get my fill of him because Brady gave him my cell phone number years ago, and oh, I get a five oh, or a no. six minute voicemail once a oh, week. No. Uh, oh, you wow. know. I even tried to block his number, and then he he changed his number, and he called me from a different number. So. He found a way. Oh, he found man. a way. Yeah. Voice of choice. I'm so glad he you called me. in, and I even more so. I'm so glad that you weren't Tara, because that's really what I thought this was building towards <laughs> uh, when I saw that double number. Double your bet. Uh, <laughs> double double your first, double your deposit. I went up to one thousand. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> one up to one thousand dollars in free money. Use the promo code VOC Nation only at my bookie. Have a good night, guys. Take care, man. I'll talk to you know, you know, if Bruce Wirt ever needs extra cash for, uh, which he does for his poli- for his palatial life, <laughs> he could enter a Boomer Esiason soundalike contest. And really, and really clean up. I could see that. Actually, I couldn't really tell you. I couldn't really tell you what Boomer Esiason sounds like. I remember he did Family Feud years ago, but yeah. All right. Well, you know, I'm sure we have lots of other. So I'm sure we have lots of other hey, good callers to get to. So, hey, well, uh, Steve, Steve, do you have anything, you else, have anything else, Steve? Hey, I, Steve. I um. <laughs> Just uh, just uh, check Justin out. Check out the... We we killed enough time. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, check out WCW Retro and Wrestling Tonight. Uh, Wrestling Tonight's on uh, Blog Talk and Spotify. So those are my plugs before I uh, get muted. Oh yeah, no no worries, <laughs> brother. Thank you so much. Yep. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Thank you. For Call the buzzards. 
Oh, yeah, definitely will. <laughs> Delightful! <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's take a real quick commercial break. I, I, I just got one more to get rid of here. And uh, what we'll do on the other side is we will go through the queue. Uh, we got Ratboy. We still got Granny hanging on. And uh, we can talk about anything else you guys want for the next little bit. Nine one four three three eight. Nine one four three three eight. Oh, we still got Granny hanging on. <laughs> that was like that was that Cameron Hall guy. He. Uh, <laughs> what are we gonna do about Granny? Do a, Granny can't stay he here. Did, he did video interviews at conventions, and they were always so awkward. He's such a nice guy. I hate to say it. <laughs> Uh, but this guy, like he and and the wrestlers would pick on him mercilessly because uh, he was just so awkward. Like he asked Billy Gunn, like of all the great things that he did, like what was it like to be a smoking gun? That's what he asked Billy oh Gunn. Uh, <laughs> and Billy's like, it's like, really? You got? <laughs> he's like, you got me here, and you're gonna ask me about the the beeping smoking guns? <laughs> it's like the guy random out in the crowd yelling, "Hey, I bet." <laughs> yeah, you should have attacked them. Uh, yeah, uh, smoking guns. Um, and then so anyway, he had um, he had May Young, okay. and he had her for like two or three minutes, and then his last question was, "Do you have any last words before you move on?" <laughs> oh, <my> oh no! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Yeah. I did a double take. Uh, it's 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 on YouTube. It really is the funniest thing. If you just look for completely damaged uh, please, RC please, and find the one with May Young. Please <laughs> tell me that he did an interview with Virgil and asked, "How does it feel to be so successful?" <laughs> <laughs> that would be a that would be an RC question. Nine one four three three eight. <laughs> Nine one four. Yeah, because uh, Cameron was there with me that time when Virgil got kicked out of the uh, the convention for bringing a sandwich into the bar, a Wawa hoagie. Uh, God damn it, Virgil! Not, <laughs> not, <laughs> so he set up his table outside in the parking lot by the door. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Now that is some ingenuity right there, like Malcolm's talking about. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. We'll take that commercial break. We'll come back, and we're going to have fun, damn it. We better. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews 
with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio. This is the sister, the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at nine. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm, and you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Hey, hey, hey. I got a condo in Manhattan. Baby, girl, what's happening? You and your ass invited. So go and get the cabin. Go pop a phone. All right. All right. Great stuff. Uh, Listen, uh, we're back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation radio network. We're in the the final sprint here, and I want to talk to you guys real quick. Uh, The voice of choice alluded to it earlier, but winning season returns at my bookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means insane props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross-sport ragers. At my, not ragers, wagers. At my bookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. Rejoice, the NFL has returned. That means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes. Get in on the action. Use promo code VOCNATION and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet the best the NFL has for your chance to win big. Use promo code VOCNATION and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today, only at MyBookie. All right. Great stuff. They're going to pop it for me. 
They're going to pay out. <laughs> Who's out. gonna pop it for me first? <laughs> I haven't said that in twenty years. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I play, of course. I I do play. Uh, uh, let's go to Rat Boy. Rat Boy will pop it for me. There we go. How you doing, homie? You gonna drop it? I'm gonna <laughs> drop it like a bomb, baby. Gonna drop That's it like trail. Me. Well, you guys, you guys got to do this, okay? When you go to MyBoogie.com, if you don't want to bet on any, any game, Did you say my go boogie? My boogie. Oh, my boogie. And you go right to that little, little casino place there, and you can play with any yeah. kind of slot you want, man. You can bet on the slot machines instead of betting on the teams. Oh. Yeah, uh, just just so that you guys, just so that people can understand Rap Boy. So now you actually went to mybookie.com. dot uh, com. Did you enter promo code VOC Nation? That's right. I done it. I done it all, man. Did, was it easy enough? Did you but, get your Did you get your uh, your credits? Yeah, I got my credits. I got everything, man. I even got shot machines on the plane. So so it's so okay. easy. Even Rap Boy can do it. That's my point here, guys. You got to check out my bookie. That's right, man. You gotta check it out, man. Mybookie.com. My boogie. My boogie nice. So what's going on, pal? What's going on? Uh, yeah. The first question that you answered about uh Mickey James, she did hurt her shoulder real bad. Is she okay? I heard I heard yeah, she wasn't okay. hurt, Rap Boy. I heard she wasn't hurt and that it was a screw-up by the ref. I I believe that. She passed out. How can you tell? I, I, she <laughs> looked passed out to you? She didn't look passed no, out to me. No. She It looked like that time that Bret Hart submitted to Shawn Michaels and then he was too embarrassed to like say that he submitted, oh, so he just pretended uh, he I didn't. Will. I will leave this show right now if you if you mock <laughs> the great Bret Hart. You hear me? I just I read it online that she hurt her shoulder real bad. I just well, read it. True, it just right? came out. I, I did read that. I did read that. I, read that. I, I did huh? read that, and I've even talked about it a little bit. But, I, I you know, it, it makes so much more sense that it would just be the ref screwed up. That makes a lot more sense. Because if she was hurt, why would they wait until she locked her in the submission? Why wouldn't they have just ended the match exactly. when she got hurt? Yep. Well, it is that uh, I, I seen it in We're my point of view out last night. I seen mm-hmm. it in my point of view last night on TV that mm-hmm. Oscar lost. Nikki James had that belt. How the hell did she lose? Oscar had her shoulders lose. down on the mat. Look at it again. Her shoulders were down on the mat when the rest counted. One, two, three. It wasn't the one, two, three count. It wasn't a count, Rabbit. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Don't come here uh, Because Mickey Jane had her right there. She was on top of, of Oscar. And Oscar had her in the, in that pin. And her whole and her whole shoulders were down. And that's when the rest says, That's it. It's done. Because Mickey Jane would have won that belt last night. But there was no three count, Rat Boy. There was there was no count, Rat Boy. What do you, what do you mean? There was no no counting. He of went any down kind. the two, and all of a sudden he just stopped right there. Just to be clear, there was no counting of any kind, right? 
He's watching watching imaginary TV. (laughs) You know what it was? It was a Thunderdome screw job. Yes, it was. (laughs) Brady, I told you once, right? That's your last (laughs) time. You like how they're playing Thunder in the beginning of the Thunderdome now? Because you need Thunder in the Thunderdome. Yo, Vince is so out of touch. He is such an old man. You can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, The little things. Come on, Vince. Cut it out. Uh, He's breaking out the old Undertaker effects with the lightning and the thunder. uh, Like, we're watching Raw (laughs) Underground. And Braun comes out, and all he's doing is wrestling moves. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until Vince takes that over. They'll be they'll be fighting in a hole somewhere. It'll because it'll be raw underground. <laughs> they need to be in the dirt. <laughs> we need Cole Taker, Cole Mark. That's good crap. Well, well, well. Let me spill the beans here a little bit, okay? We're going to we'll pick them up. Here. Okay? Right. You got $200 on, on your uh, credit card? Oh. <laughs> what? You got $200 you... on your credit card? Or more? Uh, I... Yeah, why? Why do you ask? Well, we can go to AEW and, and get a season passport, man. Is she Jericho to let you in or not? You want me to take my money, my hard-earned money that I work for, travel down to Jacksonville, Florida, and watch an AEW show? That's what you want me to spend my money on? Yeah, why not? Everybody, you know, <laughs> we should go, man. Why? What do you think the ch- what, Derek, what do you think the chances are? Uh, because we were talking about this earlier. Uh, now, football, obviously, is the biggest predetermined sport in the world. So uh, if the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, quote-unquote, win the, the, the NFL champion, the Super Bowl this year, uh, do you think Vince McMahon is going to send Tony Khan a belt? You know you know, it would be awesome if they just acknowledged that nobody won the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> we won't be giving out a belt since there was no winner this year. <laughs> just like it did happen. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be. That would be. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. Boy, I, I don't know why people pay money to watch the Jaguars play football. Why would I pay money to watch AEW? Are you crazy? No. You could lock it in through November, though. Yeah. Okay, but here's, oh. here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Derek can watch it for free mm-hmm. on the television and that he quality. already pays for. <laughs> yeah. Is it really and that much he doesn't have TV? to make. And he doesn't have to make the, the what is that a three hour flight? Yep, three hours. Uh, so that's he doesn't have to make the three hour flight down flight not drive down to down to Jacksonville. Rapway, do you have any concept of space and time? Yeah, I, I can make it down to Florida within nine, nine, nine hours. I can make nine hours. Nine hours. No, you want Derek? Hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. Hold, hold the phone. Well, he doesn't fly, so. So you want? (laughs) Oh, hang on. No, no, hang on. No, no. We're gonna, we're gonna roll with this. Okay. Unless you're putting him in a pet carrier. So, uh, you want Derek 
to take time off of his job, drive nine hours down to Florida, watch AEW, then drive nine hours back. That's... Just go watch right, the what Young Bucks. All right, what what other what other inane thoughts from out of the clouds uh, have you come up with? Hey, honey, I'm gonna disappear for a while. I'm gonna go watch the Young Bucks and the Luchasaurus. I'll be back in a day or two. Maybe two days. Let me tell you something, Derek. If you have that conversation, uh, you're gonna come back and half your stuff's gonna be gone. Yeah, it's gonna be on the front lawn. <laughs> The locks are going to be changed. Yeah. It's going to be and, you'll be for, and you'll be paying still for the rest of your life anyway. Yeah, but say like Eddie Murphy said, I'll be paying for half for the rest of my dead life. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> but I got All right, right. Phoenix, damn it. All right. <laughs> what is that? Jungle, Jungle Jack Perry. <laughs> Jungle Jack Perry. The Marco <laughs> Yeah, that's y'all. What you doing, y'all? Luke Perry's son. We gotta keep bringing this home here. What's that? That's Luke Perry's son. Yes. That's that's just that's just so great. All right, Rapley, you got anything else for us? Nine one zero two. Why not? Take care, homie. Did you call nine zero two one two? Nine zero one zero two. Nine zero one two. Nine zero one two. All right. Take it. Rapple, you realize I'm from Ben Salem, PA, and my zip code is 19020. Really? Mine's, uh... I could be Ben Salem, 19020. You're, um... I'm trying, and I'm always 629, always 611. Is that Camden's zip code? It could be 629, because I'm right there on the borderline. He's from Trenton. Trenton? I don't... I think Rapway is either... I think Rapway is either from Camden or, um, Irvington. <laughs> those, those well, you know what they like say. Places. Come to Camden. You want to come to Camden? I get all my Camden. points from Cameron to come to see you. How's that? Oh. I, all right. I don't know how you're going to get yeah, out of here because I live really far away. And let's face it, you guys don't have cars or money you for buses right. or planes. You remember it takes right. them nine hours to get to Florida. So. I was about to say, he'll, he'll make a detour on the way to Jacksonville. <laughs> He's going to be ripping and tearing. Down. Remember that. <laughs> yeah, he's Remember hold that, you down. I'm not, I'm when not he afraid dies, of Ray, that, Rapley. When he dies, Ray, he's going to want you down. Rapley, <laughs> I'm not afraid of that because your probation officer is never going to let you leave the state of New Jersey. <laughs> I do go to PA. I'm not a probation officer. I'm not out anywhere. No, I don't know you're not a probation officer. Oh, because one more thing, one more thing before I get off the air, okay? This, right. this weekend, okay. Mm-hmm. This weekend, mm-hmm. Morganville, New mm-hmm. Jersey, mm-hmm. the Super Eight. Make sure everybody's there. Oh, look at All that. right. Well, well, thank oh, God you, but thank God you alerted us to that. You gonna thank be you. there, Rapley? Huh? You gonna be there? Oh, maybe, maybe not. Brady, maybe I'll make the show. Right, so you're not going. You're not going. I'm not sure. Can I sell you the season ticket package for $175 plus fees? 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, quit on my shoulder because my shoulder's been bothering me a lot. I love you, brother. You rest that iron shoulder. I am. All right. All right, I talk See to you. See you, homie. Bye. <laughs> All right, shut off. There we go. Okay. Ah. Well, that's where we are tonight. Oh, what night? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of news. What? We did cover a lot of ground tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We got some good. We got some good talking. That's always good. Yeah. 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 Should I? All right. Should we go to Granny? We'll go to Granny one last time. Cause I I kind of rocked hey off earlier. What? What's going on, Granny? Hey. Uh, that's that's okay. Hey, Derek. Hey, hey Ray. Hi, Granny. So. Uh, we were, we were talking earlier. Um, so you're doing the slow build for this turn, and uh, mm-hmm. we're just starting to plant little seeds here and there, you know. Oh, I see what you're doing. <clears throat> well, it was good to hear Bruce on the show tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry that he trashed you like that. It really wasn't nice. <laughs> he didn't trash me. I know. <laughs> and I if know. y'all want to know who Mysterio is, that's my son's dog. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Ray Mysterio. Yeah. Yeah, my son named his dog after Ray Mysterio when he got his dog from the animal shelter back in 2011. So. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, you could name. Yeah, you know, you could have given it a name like Rex or Copper or you know, uh, you know, a normal name, but your son named it that for some reason. So that's a good story. Well, because it looks like Ray, there, there's a little marking on his forehead that kind of uh-huh. looks like a shape of an M, like a booyaka. So that right. was that was one well, reason yeah, why he named him. And he's a he's a Chihuahua mix. So I mean, yeah, and you know, and so, and so, so you could have named him. You could have named him Eminem or Mel no. or Marvin or uh, no, or like Munchie Mysterio. or Mound. That's nice. Or but, but you, know, you named it after a wrestling thing, which I guess you, is Ke- something people do now. Kelly, well, Kelly my son is my son is a my my son's a big ahead, wrestling fan, and he asking. and he likes Ray Mysterio. He always liked Ray Mysterio, so. No, um, I get that. I guess, yeah. I guess here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm, I guess, I guess here's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, everyone on the show and and uh, Derek Stro in particular, I would like your input on this. Um, like, I'm a big fan of Ancient Aliens, but like, I'm not going to name, I'm not going to name either my children or my dog Giorgio. Like, that's just that's just not. Was an expression you not a thing yeah. I don't do. Like, <laughs> that caught me off guard. You know, you know what's funny, it, Granny, is actually uh, um, Kelly's Chihuahua, my girlfriend's Chihuahua, uh, is named after Odell Beckham. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, the dog's name is Licorice. How, all right, that's it. You know what? Uh, all right, now, it's, it's, it's Licorice. I'm, I'm kidding. It's, it's Licorice, not Licorice. I'm just playing. Gee, I figured if it was named after Odell Beckham, it would be named Drops. 
drops. I hate Baker. I hate Baker. That's a little Oh, yeah. I can't believe he's still on that team. He must be loving it. Oh. Fourth and oh, 41. I'd punch, I'd punch Baker Mayfield in the face. Soon as we got back in the locker room. <laughs> Poor Jerry Lillard. Poor Jerry Lillard is going to be having another heart attack watching them play. Watching those damn bros. His face is so punchable. <laughs> Baker Mayfield? Yes. I like how he has all those like promotional deals because he had a great first like three months in the league. And he's still he's got so like bad. commercial contracts. <laughs> he's so he he's done nothing to earn that stuff. He's so bad. You know, speaking of football, um <laughs> OJ Simpson is a top five Twitter account. That that yes, man, well, I, yes. <laughs> I I here's here's what I appreciate. So I'm not watching There's any a guy who knows how to market himself. Did I'm you? not watching <laughs> Seriously, I'm not watching any football right now because irrespective of how I feel about any of the protests or anything they're protesting, um, I don't want to see it when I'm watching football. I am watching football to escape, and I am frustrated that it is still forced upon me, so it is no longer enjoyable for me, so I am not watching it. Um, I know people like that. And, I understand. And and every um, every Monday, O.J. Simpson has a video where he uh, he talks about things he saw when he was watching football. And, he, and what's amazing is he goes through the entire video, and what he does the whole video is he talks about football, and then the video ends. <laughs> And that's – I really appreciate that. I really, I really appreciate that. My, so my that, brother he, – He's the best. My, my brother follows OJ on, you know, on Twitter, and he goes, Derek, I know I shouldn't be doing it. I know he's a horrible human being. He goes, but I get it, man. I get why he was so likable back in the day. He goes, you just listen to him talk. And, you, you know, if you didn't know he was like a killer – you <laughs> like, man, this is the most strongest guy in the world. So, yeah. I, I guess. I, I'm shocked that Vince isn't using him for WrestleMania. I, I'm shocked. Oh, uh, can you imagine? You know he I, wants I, that's, to. You know he I, wants to. I, God, I would have a lot of mixed feelings. Um, when Good there stuff. was last, last semester, <laughs> when, uh, when schools were just closed, um, I was, uh, we were instructed that we needed to make a video once a week talking to the kids. And so I watched like hundreds of OJ Simpson Twitter videos so that I could get the diction down. And when I then (laughs) recorded them, I put sunglasses and a visor on and then I just recorded them exactly as if I were OJ. And it, it was, uh, it served its purpose because not only were they hilarious, but uh, we stopped having to do the videos, which was my real goal uh, the whole time. Just <laughs> not be doing it. It's funny because he always the, every video starts the same. Hey Twitter world. Hey Twitter you're world. Truly, you're truly, truly well. 
Like, what is? What am I watching? What is this? No, OJ, get get off Twitter. That's fine. I I I enjoy his Twitter so much that I actually have alerts set up so that <laughs> my my phone my phone goes off <laughs> whenever OJ Simpson tweets. So that I um, so that I can be one of the first people to respond, because uh, one of my new internet goals um, is to get a follow from OJ Simpson. Oh. Now I think it's going to be tough. <laughs> uh oh. You don't want but, him following you. No, I do. I I want an OJ Simpson follow. And, it's so crazy. Um, I will – here's the – on that day, I will retire from the internet. <laughs> that, that's it. All is done. That, that, like I've, I've, I've achieved it. I've achieved the maximum thing, and I will take a screenshot of that alert, and that, I, that, that'll be it. I will, I will happily ride off into the internet sunset destined for the rest of my life to only be using the internet to answer bad emails. Which I am it's, cursed to do for my entire life. <laughs> it's funny because when he did the first video, uh, I remember my brother taking it. You know, we're at my dad's house, and my brother takes it and shows my dad in the room. I can hear my dad from the other room go, "What the hell is the juice doing on the internet?" Just laughing. boy, he could be somewhere hotter. You know that's oh, uh, he. He. Oh God! I said you. You you watch those and you understand why he was so marketable, and yeah, why he was yeah why why like like every everyone wanted to find a way to shoe him in anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's you it's, you you watch that yeah. you watch it and you go I get it I get yeah. it. The first couple ones I saw like I found myself smiling. I'm like wait a goddamn minute he's a murderer like he's not he's not a good guy but he's very he's oh very yeah like. Or like the one where he's there's there's one he did where he's like just he's just like grocery shopping like talking to his phone. <laughs> you, know, I, you are like a wealthy version a, a wealthy version of me. You're just kind of <laughs> traipsing through life. You know you, you're kind of getting it but kind of not. And uh, you know you're just gonna say things and uh, you know, you know, people are gonna hear them or not and. No, that's just how it goes, bud. <laughs> that's that's just how it goes. Freaking OJ. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Brady, the missus has a dog. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh quite an angry little. Uh, <laughs> I almost said person. Not a person. Well, maybe that's the preferred pronoun. I mean, person. So, does it just get mad at you, or is <laughs> it really just sure mad at everyone? I, I, I generally everybody. I I can remember. I know um, at me. Shut up, Julian. <laughs> 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 at I can remember <laughs> the first time I stayed over Kelly's. Uh, I, I was using the bathroom and I, I came into the dark room and uh, and Kelly's already asleep 
and all I hear uh, from under and and uh, Kelly had to remove the stairs from the bed because otherwise the dog would come on the bed and attack me during the night. Um, so uh, so so I step into the dark room and all I hear is. This is in the pitch dark. I, I can't see a, a GD thing, and uh, I, I I'm a little nervous, and I, I kind of step a little closer to Kelly to try and wake her up. I'm like trying to get her to help me, and as I step closer to Kelly, the growling gets louder. So like I I leap onto the bed. I literally leap over Kelly. And I land on my side of the bed, and the bed bounces, and she wakes up, and the dog lunges at my feet and just misses me. And it was this big, scary thing, Ray. And I peer out over the edge of the bed just to kind of see where the dog is. And uh, do, you remember, do, you, I, do you remember that scene from Jaws where they look over the edge of the boat, and then the shark comes out of the water? Yes. That's what I see in the middle of the night is all I see is this face with these teeth coming at me. Uh, it was oh, wow. it was a scary scary time in my life. I yeah. <laughs> Even still, I always pictured that dog. I always pictured me. Brady having a hairless cat. Oh, okay, creepy. <laughs> like Mr. Bigglesworth. Yeah. Actually, I I I, I uh, have a black cat. I have a black cat at my parents' house. Shout out to the black cat. Yeah. You wait. You you keep your because I don't see color. <laughs> I don't see color. Uh, you ah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> that was my favorite. One of my favorite Janet Jackson songs, Black Cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so good. Now my black what? cat is nice. My black cat is nice. Kathy was playing with her kitty tonight. She was telling us. Oh my Getting God. it to do tricks. She said that. <laughs> she, Wait, she said she's getting her kitty to do tricks. Holy smokes. And then I started laughing. Wow. And she said, not like that, a-hole. I'm going to be part of the largest class action suit someday. I, I, I am only yep. playing. We're, we're only having gonna, fun. And they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna call all of us in to testify. We're going to be like, look, man, all we know is Brady on a podcast, okay? That's all I can talk about. <laughs> yeah, none of us know him. <laughs> yeah. You'll be getting yeah. the FBI involved like they did for Ratboy and Malcolm that time. <laughs> He's a good guy to me. That's all I can say. He's a good guy to me. <laughs> exactly. Hey, man. May have been a mass murderer, but he was always nice to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not no, a What do you mean the... Just to clarify. Hold on. What do you mean the <laughs> What do you mean the FBI got involved with Malcolm and Ratboy? <laughs> I forget what it was. They had some was sort of a dispute, nuts. and then yeah. yeah. We'll have to ask Malcolm about it the next time he calls in. Oh, good. That would be a nice Rat coherent Boy. story. I I would ask Ratboy, but I think it's going to be more understandable for Malcolm. Imagine that. I. Ratboy, what was the deal with the FBI? Weren't the FBI harassing you or something? Yeah. You were saying, well, what was that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, you sure it wasn't the men in black coming to take you away? No, no, no. Not, not the court no. of FBI. Cause, uh, look at that little black thing. When they come thing, to the door, <laughs> hang on, let me explain everything, okay? I was upstairs. 
Can you my, explain some my of girlfriend, it? My girlfriend that yeah. passed away, Linda, she opened mm-hmm. the door up. Okay. Even there she, she comes no, upstairs. That was a bad joke. She Go comes ahead. upstairs, she's saying, um, the FBI's here for you. I said, Pull up, pull up. Wow. Went downstairs, okay. right? And the FBI asked me, you know Malcolm? I said, yeah. They didn't say the last way. Yeah. They said, they, they said well, we're, we're here. We heard that you were going to go to um, Los Angeles to mm-hmm. WrestleMania or something like that. Something was going on here. Area 51. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they're they saying, well, we're going to make sure that you, that you, you ain't going to go. I said, no, I had no plan to go. Nothing like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so, and, and, and I know I was there. <laughs> and I, and I, went, I went like this. I told, I told him, well, why is Malcolm calling FBI, calling you guys? So, oh, you, because you threatened Malcolm on a radio show. I said, no, I didn't. Can, can, can you just call the FBI? Is that, is that like a 1-800-FBI well, or something? I have, I have so many questions. Can you just call them? Is Malcolm on a first-name basis with the FBI? There's so many questions I have. Was it little Guido who showed up, or what, or, or uh, ah, Tony Mamaluke, or what? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I don't know how they got. I don't know how Malcolm had my address and all. And, um, did t- did Tommy I, Rich oh, show up? I, I told the, the Godfather. I told the FBI. I told the FBI. I said, I said, me and him used to do a show together, and he didn't like it. One bit because I was taking taking the show over. That's why he put FBI There is not enough there is not enough ether on this planet for me to be not able not to not turn whack. And yeah, well he is. There like there is not I could not huff enough ether for this to make sense. <laughs> Take care, Rat Boy. I'll talk right, to you. And, later. I, and I'm watching that. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I told him sooner. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'm trying to picture this phone call. Like, like first off, first off, like, like yeah, I mean, I guess you just call, like, the, the, the FBI's public helpline or whatever, like, you know, 911, what's your emergency? Yeah, you the FBI. I don't think that's <laughs> the FBI. It's what I just call 911 for the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody and then, and then like, oh, man. like he says, you know, I'm Malcolm, and they're like, oh yeah, all right, cool, that, that and, guy, <laughs> yeah, that guy, and then cool. like here's the thing, I, here's I would, I am willing to bet a significant sum of money on this. I 100 percent that Malcolm doesn't know Rampoy. It sure was a Jake from State Farm, that's for sure. No. <laughs> what, are you, what are you wearing? Khaki. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, hey, do they ever ask what you're wearing? Oh, all the time. So after the dispatcher kept, uh, you know, patches Malcolm through to the FBI, which is apparently mm-hmm. a thing that happens now. Um, patches would be a good thing uh, for Rap Boy. Sorry. Oh, that was such a great name for Rambo. Patches a hula hand. And <laughs> Patches a fur. Oh, uh, it is. <laughs> and what? 
<laughs> like I'm picturing him saying, "This is Malcolm," and then they say, "Oh yeah, you know, you know that you, oh yeah, that guy." And then he says, "Rat Boy nah, threatened me guy. on a show, mm-hmm. and he lives somewhere in New Jersey, and I'm really scared, so I need you to handle this." And the FBI was like, "You got it, bud." Uh, and then the FBI, uh, I, what I assume they did is they did what anyone else would do. I assume they drove around cities in New Jersey, just screaming, "Does anyone know where Rat Boy lives?" And then <laughs> no, uh, they went please, in Brooklyn. <laughs> That's and then, funny. You know, they found him. Here's here's what probably actually happened. Um, I am assuming that Rat Boy was high out of his mind. And uh, probably like the gas company came or something because let's face it, Rapley <laughs> doesn't pay bills. Um, and they were probably there to shut off the gas and Rat Boy stumbled down and spoke gibberish to them and imagined that they were the FBI because that is a much more plausible scenario than the one that was put forth. <laughs> Red Boy's like the guy in overalls and Water Boy. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> That's what Red Boy's okay. like. All right, I, listen, I think we got to bring it home here. <laughs> uh, Ray, did you have anything you wanted to plug before we get out of here? Anything to talk about? No, I already plugged no, it. OJ says a top five Twitter account. Is you, you yeah. follow him. If you would like, if you would, and I, I say a little murdery, but you know you gotta you, you gotta take the good with the bad, and um, you know you, you gotta you gotta get in there and and you'll get you'll get interesting football thoughts. Um, I don't know how good they are, but they're interesting and they're football thoughts, and that's more than you are going to get from Kirk Herbstreet. So um, please, please that is, tell me that, that his Twitter handle. Thought. Please tell me that his Twitter handle is slash 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 backslash escape. There's an oldie Uh, (laughs) Alright Stro what do you got going on man Uh, Well WCB Retro Thursday night at 9 Stro's on Friday night at midnight With the feature being Battle Beyond the Stars On my Facebook Facebook.com slash Stro the Maestro Power Comic Con of Florence, Carolina This Saturday 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Sunday, I'll be on the Wrestling Tonight podcast at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Dr. John and Chaz Moretti. All right. Well, thank you to uh, Chris Rockwell for spending the time with us here tonight to talk about the ECWA Super 8 tournament this Saturday in Morganville, New Jersey. That's at 7 p.m. Eastern, live from the dugout, the Jersey dugout, that's 712 Genesee Drive in Morganville, New Jersey. Uh, tickets and information, you can even get advanced tickets still. ECWAProWrestling.com. So be sure to check that out. Uh, don't forget, eight great stars, up-and-coming guys, Vinny Pacifico, Devontae, Eric Martin, KTB, Matt Treman, Arcadia, Dasher Hatfield, and, of course, Chris Rockwell, the World 1 Heavyweight Champion. Ladies and gentlemen, it should be a great show. I hope to see you all there. ECWAProWrestling.com. Next week on In the Room, we're going to have a major announcement. Uh, and uh, I am excited about it. I think it's going to be a great time, and I think it's something you guys are all going to get very, very excited about. So be sure to tune in next week to In the Room. Uh, Thank you to all of the great callers. Thank you to the greatest cast that I could ever ask for on the radio today, including 
including Stro Maestro, Kathy Pitts, uh, Ray Bogus, Derek McDonald, Matt Grimm. Uh, thank you to the voice of choice and John LeClaire for all you do behind the scenes. Uh, thank you to everybody for tuning in. I hope you're all good to each other. Oh, and be sure to go to ProWrestlingTees.com backslash VOC Nation. Buy a couple t-shirts there. Go to Apple Music. Give us a five-star rating and a great review. Go to VOCNation.Podomatic.com. Give us a like and give us a, a subscribe there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to check out my bookie. Enter the code VOCNation to get some money back there. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. Everybody, please be good to each other. Take care. I love you all, and we'll talk to you real soon. Check out Wrestling With History tomorrow. New format right here, 930 Eastern on the VOC Nation Radio Network.